0: Because I almost got to, are there any words that mean what their definition is? But that's all words. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. internet and welcome to the adz horrorcast this is the creative the title podcast brought to you by us over at adzhorror.com i'm jack and sitting across from me is jake
1: i grew up in san francisco jack
0: <laughs> and sitting next to jake
2: is someone else who thinks the entire universe is an erogenous zone it's mark i have always thought that yeah i was taught that uh at a very young age in sex ed here in idaho <laughs> it's one of the, it's one of the tenets of education here
0: yeah idaho sex ed is big on erogenous zones <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: exactly <laughs> For those
0: of you unfamiliar with our crack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And, boys, this week we watched quite a doozy. We watched 2020's The Empty Man, or Themptyman. Thank and, you. And, uh, boys, this was a-, a pick from Patreon member and friend of the show, Ty. Ty, thank you very much for the pick. And we will dive all the way into Themptymen real soon, and when we do, fair warning, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of it, and that matters a lot on this one, um, if that's something about which you care. And hey, we do have a Patreon going, uh, and so if you want to be like our friend Ty and contribute to the show to level that would get you to pick movies for us to watch you can do so at patreon.com slash a 2 a t o z horror uh you can go there and support the show at your level of choosing but if you don't want to do that right now or can't swing it uh well, that's cool we just appreciate you being here and hanging out with us but to do do something you can for someone who needs it blacklivesmatters.card.co remains a good list of resources of ways you can help fight systemic racial injustice And if you need a little escapism, hopefully you can have some fun in the horror world with us for at least the next little bit and get all the way lost in a very strange movie. And boys, you know what that means. It's time to do the getting drunk part. So on that score... Let's do beers for fears. And hey, I'm going to jump in here because Ty, when he, he, spoilers, will be doing the 30-second plot synopsis. He sent in an audio uh, file of himself doing the 30-second plot synopsis. He also noted that when he watched this movie again, uh, he was drinking a Boulevard Beer Stuff of Legend because it's a Missouri beer and it's the most Missouri horror movie of all time, according to Ty. And The Empty Man is himself Stuff of Legend. So not so bad
2: for Ty.
1: The most Missouri horror movie of all time.
2: That's what Ty says. Huh. Yes. I, I feel like I can, but it, I can't. I don't have any examples to disprove it. All, all, I'm also <laughs> wondering what the
1: most like insert blank here for states movie of all I mean, time would be. For they most states, before. I
0: assume it's just the one movie from that state. I, yeah, there, there a have lot to of
1: be them. more in Missouri. Have to be. Oh, probably not. I, there are zero for Idaho. I can tell you that right now.
0: Uh, false. Yeah, don't we have like, no like real? There ones. was one about going to hell. Like in, real ones. In Helsinki.
1: Oh, no, I watched that earlier this year. That, yeah, no, the, the, you there idiot. was a, okay. He's
2: briefly were, in Boise.
0: There were like,
1: yeah, there was a drone <laughs> shot at the start that I'm pretty sure was taken from my street. And then he is from Boise and he has a plane ticket. That's it.
2: Yeah. Fair it's enough. like the other thing that's funny about that would be like, hey, you know, that famous horror movie from Idaho, Helsinki.
1: That movie was actually <laughs> Deese.
2: Well, I'm, that's fine. But the name of the movie is not. It's a not an Idaho, Idaho, Idaho movie.
1: Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't think any exist. That's interesting. I derailed us. I apologize. Well, why
0: don't you rerail us by telling us what your beers for these fears are?
1: Yup. Uh, okay, I'm going with a Mother Earth beer this week. This is called Abstract Consciousness, and this is really a play just on how abstract and, and frankly out there this movie is. Uh,
2: yeah. I see what
1: Mark did. I like it, but I also like mine.
2: Mark, what did Mark do? What did Mark do? What What Mark did do was a... <laughs> All I can what do, do is- <laughs> What do, Mark? What do, Mark? Go to, boy. Um, I am drinking a, help me out here, Laganitis, Lagunitas. 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 I'm drinking a Lagunitas That's why I liked it. Daytime IPA, and notably, I'm drinking three of them. Yeah. So, believe it or not, there really aren't that <laughs> many beers out there that are themed on deconstructionism or Jacques Derrida, but this mo- this movie does have a lot of references to- uh, specifically, the progression of how the empty man comes after you. So, over the course I'm gonna of drink, three days, I'm going to drink one
1: daytime day IPA. You needed to drink three daytimes and three nighttimes to really capture it.
2: Is there a nighttime? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Well, you know, I didn't want to drink six beers over the course of like an hour and a half. When we That'd crossing. be a
1: lot on a Sunday.
2: Um, I'm going to drink one daytime, and I'm going to hear him. I'm going to drink a second daytime. I'm going to see him, and I'm going to drink a third daytime. And presumably, at that point, we'll get to rating.
0: You feel him. He'll touch you.
2: Yeah. Um, what? How like do Mark? We need to
1: incorporate the other senses. Hmm.
2: How do well, you? taste The movie him? doesn't. Oh, you're tasting him. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Well, I'm tasting daytime. Yeah. I assume he
1: but doesn't. But once taste he's like incorporated himself, it's like kind of the same thing, right?
2: I, he probably tastes like dirt. You, you know? think so? Probably or dust. I don't know. Hmm. And What's the beer taste like? Constructionism.
1: I don't know. We're all kind of made of the same things, man. We're just star particles. Right. <laughs> Jack, what'd you drink? <laughs> or what are you hey, going I to drink? With I don't know. Times this a was... flat circle.
0: This was a hard movie to beer, especially uh, with my increased focus on trying to find Hawaiian beers over here for it. I couldn't find one. So instead, I went the classic route of drinking what they drink in the movie. Uh, He drinks a beer and a lot of whiskey in this movie. So I've got myself a Corona, uh, like he has on his birthday. And I've got myself a nice shot of Jack Daniels, like he consumes a tremendous amount of in (laughs) this movie. In a rocks glass. Yeah, well, my shot glasses were dirty.
1: That's okay.
0: That means you've been drinking whiskey. I've been drinking whiskey. Might have <laughs> had some shots when I was watching this, too. Who knows? Uh, we'll never know. Um, but I'm going to take know. this shot of Jack Daniels, which looks a little full as I hold it here, but that'll be fun. And, boys, I see you've got some whiskey as well. Would you like to join me?
2: We have also prepared one because you gave us a heads up this was happening in advance, so we got some yep. Johnny Walker red over here. Cheers, boys. Cheers. It is
0: 10 a.m. where I am. That's nice.
1: That's real nice.
0: Smooth. Hey, it's less early right than now. it
1: used to be. Think about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true, because Hawaii it is very smart and doesn't do daylight savings. Mm-hmm. Someday.
2: Someday we'll Excuse me, there. daylight saving. Daylight savings time. Daylight saving time. Thank I you, Thank you,
1: need to launch into a quick story really quickly. Oh, oh boy. This is unrelated, is but I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I <laughs> oh, was boy. running some errands earlier this morning, um, and I got home, and there was a clip. I opened, like, the gate to my backyard, and on the path that is right past where my gate opens, there was a clip. It was. I've never seen it before. It was blue. It was exactly that clip. So I picked it up and I took it inside, and I got to Mark's house and he has the exact same clip. And I am freaking out right now.
0: For for the people who can't it's see what chip you're, you're not describing it, well. it's, yeah, it's a clip. A it's like clip. a
1: clip. Yeah, it's a chip clip. It's like a wound Everyone, wire. But it's it's chip the clip. yeah. You've you've all seen them there. It's just wire. It, I don't know how to describe it. It's very unassuming, but it is that exact model. You know what I'm talking about if you could see it.
0: Yes, yeah, Mark. Is this spring. is this less boring in person than it is hearing about it and not really being able to see the clip?
2: Uh, I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit serendipitous, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, I don't know I, why you would notice that there was a clip somewhere. What? Why? It was on you, his fence.
1: It, it was in no. It was in the middle of the pathway when I opened my gate to go into my backyard. It was just like sitting in the middle of my path.
0: Okay, but you like, guys shop at all the same stores. That's weird. I feel like. No,
1: Jack. It's not something you get at a store. Like. I mean, you do at some what, point. But like in a it? package. What are you talking it's about? It's not. Okay, the important piece is it's not mine.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: It's weird, Jack. It's weird. Are you
0: sure your lovely wife didn't buy it? Yes, she,
1: she was with me. She was like, I don't know where did it come from. And I was like, I find shit in the yard all the time. I don't know. Okay, I didn't think well, anything about it. The empty
0: man's it. coming for you. Three days, Jake. God damn it. I'm trying the, to tell the, you a
1: fucking. This is what I'm talking about. about is energy right now. This is it. The <laughs> empty chip bag, man. I'm trying to figure out how no, to it's, incorporate it's, chip bags into this. It's empty chip pygmy
0: <sighs> okay <laughs> Now, ordinarily on the podcast, this is where we tell you about what else has been rocking our horror worlds. But as we record this, it is well into November, so we missed the first of the month. But either way, we're going to continue to do the Horror Release Roundup, or HRR, over at the website, a-zhorror.com. You can find the complete list of horror movies we were able to find coming out over the next month. And uh, our thoughts on all of them, and a link to all the trailers. But here on the podcast, we're just going to talk about a top one pick, a bottom one pick, a Dark Horse pick, and whatever else the fuck we want. Let's start in the middle. Let's start with Mar. Mark. Mark, what is your dark horse pick? Maybe Ooh, my dark
2: horse pick. This is a movie that, or this is a month that sucks. A month and a year. Well, I have a completely well, different take than. Yeah, you. Yeah, I, I was gonna
0: say I was surprised by how good November is. Oh my god, I think
1: I thought everything looked not good.
2: Yeah, your energy. You clearly wow. were in a bad mood when you wrote your segments.
1: Nah, <laughs> nothing looked good. I have. I don't know. I reread it and I was like, this seems right.
2: I think there's a few out there that we should probably highlight on Dark Horse, but the number one that I'm going to put for my list is Deep House. Deep? Ooh, spoilers. That's my top one. Okay, interesting. Um, Deep House is about a crew that are... like scuba diving down to the bottom of a lake that is, I guess, ostensibly was a homestead that was flooded at some point. Yeah, it's like in the mountains of France. Perfectly yeah. preserved house at the bottom and yeah. you can like swim through it and it's creepy. And then when they swim through it, it is creepy because it's full of dead, dead people, dead, zombies. Not
1: decomposed at all, dead people.
2: Aqua zombies. So <laughs> I like this idea quite a bit yeah. and to the point where I think it would make, I mean, it's it's a great short concept. Yes. Yes, I don't understand. So, I mean, I don't understand how ninety minutes into this movie, are they still underwater? Are they? Is this like a thirty meters down type of thing where they're hiding from the zombies? And could, it like in it could, could it be real time? It could be, but how? Time? How do you possibly have sick. a like horror sequence that lasts more than three minutes in this movie when the yeah. zombies come to life and now you just swim away? I
1: don't know, man. I guarantee I'm the movie is very not all excited underwater. to see.
2: Underwater I might be haunted I house, Mark. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a great concept. I am highly confused about... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it has
1: 90-minute legs. That would be my concern.
2: This does remind me of a horror short from about five years ago that was, there wasn't in a house, but there was like... I remember there was a mannequin underwater or something like that, and then it came to life, and then it switched nope. places with the person who was filming and then swam away.
1: I don't like that. Yeah,
2: nice. It was pretty creepy. That's terrifying, huh. yeah.
1: I don't. Yeah, underwater stuff scary. I. Um, I think it, it looks. It also interesting.
2: Remind, It also
0: reminds me of uh, the most recent book from uh, Joe R. Lansdale, Moon Lake. That Mark, I believe, your lovely wife may be reading at now. She asked me for some recos. Um, either way, I'm sure um, it's on. Where- the list. This is that in this book, a whole like town gets flooded and like forgotten to the world under the bottom of a reservoir, Um, and so it's kind of like that. Either way, very cool concept. Nothing in the trailer looks bad; it all looks good. I'm very excited for this one. It's, it's all about the mark. legs. it is all about the legs. It is all about the legs. Jake, how about you? What's your dark horse pick? Yeah, I'll give it to you in a second.
1: But I'm just I'm looking back through the early parts of this month, and I'm just still so surprised that you guys could shit on me for my take. I don't think any of this stuff really looks good.
2: We like to keep it positive around here. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever he says.
1: I don't know. I, I'm, I'm I'm scrolling through the list, so you're going to have to forgive me for a second. I'm the one my, who my bad dark, energy Okay, today. look, the Dark Horse that I went with is The Strings. This is a much later release. It's going to be on Shutter on November 23rd. The trailer let me down a little bit, and that's just in the sense that I, I read the synopsis. I was like, this is right up Jake's alley. Like, musician going to a, a basically an isolated cabin in the middle of winter to like work on some material. I think that's a great setup. And then you could have some brooding stuff happen. That's the type of movie that I typically like. I watched the trailer. I think that it looks really interestingly shot. It's obviously small budget and those aren't, that's great. That's good. That's a good starting place, but I, it didn't give me the extra sense of, I don't want to call it polish, but polish because I can't think of anything else right now that I'm looking for, to convince me that this is going to be a well-constructed soup-to-nuts-style 90-minute-ish movie. Uh, It gives me hope, the fact that it's on Shutter,
0: But it does seem a little rough rough around
1: the edges.
0: (laughs) What? You and I are not on the same page today, because I felt very differently about this trailer. I'm not sure the movie
2: Mm. will be able to live up to how fucking good that trailer was. Oh,
1: I didn't think the trailer was particularly good.
2: The trailer from just a trailer construction standpoint and now i'm becoming i'm becoming more and more self aware of how like how how many takes i have just on trailer editing and stuff which is itself a very like specific corner to yeah something on but we've seen a ton of them we've yeah we've (laughs) seen hundreds and hundreds of trailers at this point and i was struck with how much better this trailer was than every other movie of this exact same plot that we've seen where this one notably there's no dialogue throughout the entire thing. Yeah. It's just shots of like general, you know, cool B-real cinematography stuff. You get a very yeah. limited sense of what's how the movie's actually going to progress, but you get a sense for like what the tone and pacing's probably going to be, the energy yeah. level of it, which I think is important. And then there's no You don't have, they don't fall into the trap that you would fall. I mean, as a great example, Uncorked would do exactly this trailer where there's a person that they go out, they fade to black with a person being like, we have to get out of the house or whatever. Yep. And they don't do that. And that's commendable. This movie is not for me, but I thought- I think that that's all
1: interesting where it gets a little bit difficult for me, at least from the trailer standpoint, is those same qualities- Maybe it capped it for me because I felt a little bit of a disconnect between the like the beautiful B-reel you're seeing, like you mentioned, and all of like the hard transitions that it's making because you do get like beautiful scene, winter malaise, isolation, like all this stuff cut next one. And it's kind of just the same thing. Like I get that. I get what it's doing. I agree with you. It's taking you through the broad beats of what's going to happen in this film to a certain degree. There's nothing spoilery here. But it just it lacked like a little bit of this it factor that I I can't even describe. It doesn't need, and I wouldn't want it to be like, oh my god, get out of the house. Like actually, some break in the way that it's setting up its mood. But it it was missing something.
2: We have to fight back, and then like oh, reenact
1: <laughs> yeah, that would have really. Re- I it would not have been a dark horse if that happened. <laughs> so I guess that's that's good from the trailer standpoint. I I'm still I'm interested in it. I will probably watch it because it's the style of movie, promising to be the style of movie that I typically like. So, Shudder's a low barrier to entry for us. i am probably give it watch.
0: I like it. I like it. I picked The Feast as my Dark Horse movie. Yeah, I like uh, this choice. This is uh, all Welsh. The whole yeah. thing is in, in the Welsh language. Well, uh, It's like, what, a family's having a dinner party, and they have, I think, someone who, they're like hosting a business guy, and they have someone who's coming to serve them their food, like yep. some paid help.
2: Are they having and- a dinner party, or are they just having, is she just like the full-time live-in chef? I don't know. Doesn't can't matter. Tell f- I
1: can't tell from the for the trailer. purposes. Either I, way. she's either new a new full time chef or she's just there to cater the dinner.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, horror ensues yeah. and shit looks crazy. The Welsh language is fascinating and interesting to listen to. I <laughs> it certainly I, is, is, is fascinating. I think it's interesting to listen to. It's really interesting yeah. to listen to. It's not euphonous. It doesn't sound nice, but it is interesting. I think it's. Go- I said it. Was I think interesting. it's interesting. Gorgeous, dude.
1: <laughs> I I love how it sounds.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so I'll I'll be picking
2: that as my dark horse pick, and I'll be interested to see what actually. Well, it
1: was super close to being my top one. For for whatever reason,
2: that trailer struck me as I think it's because they layer on the music so heavily uh, that I I went back, I muted it, and then I played Katrina and the Waves "Walking on Sunshine" over the top of it, and I am one hundred percent convinced you could recut this trailer, remove like one or two scenes that are I mean pretty. Yeah, definitely horror. Yeah. But you could 100% recut this and turn it into a dramedy.
1: It's like the exact opposite of that YouTube channel or whoever that person is that like takes Disney movies and cuts them as horror trailers. Yeah,
2: yeah. opposite <laughs> of that.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but Mark, I kind of believe that you think you could take Walking on Sunshine and transpose it over most things and make a good cohesive thing. Yeah,
2: or like Yakety Saks.
0: One of those. <laughs> One or the other. It's either a yackety-sacks thing or it's a walking on sunshine.
2: Just thing. the yackety-sacks yakety-sack, over the scene where the guy vomits into his salad or whatever. I'm, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. I Things might just
1: be hitting me like way the wrong way, but this movie seemed like there was no way it won't be pretty brutal. Oh, me. I'm
2: sure it's extremely brutal. Okay, but...
1: this seems like a zero happiness brutal slog. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad at least something we're on the same page about something.
2: Cool. Was this the same trailer with the kid and the like insane the bike thing get up workout? The Yeah, the workout get up. Yeah, that just like the I believe old, so. Yes. Old timey
1: weightlifter that has like no chest. Yeah,
2: that thing. was also part of the reason where I was like, I'm pretty sure this could be a comedy.
1: That did look ridiculous, but I, you know, the family's supposed to be weird.
2: Wow. They like to hurt <laughs> animals. <laughs> well, Jake,
0: you're so down on everything this month. Why don't you tell us what's the bottomest of the barrel list?
1: I went with Marionette. Um, Weird I think that I'm, pick. I don't know, man. I Okay, well, then it's. I'm feeling very specific about things right now. I just went, <laughs> like, I watched this trailer, and it's a fucking kid drawing creepy shit in a book, and he, you know he has to be... A carrier for this thing to work, right? And he seemed life. annoying it's, in the trailer to me.
2: The, they He's the it, demons married. It, it's it's it. a modern version of the of a good life. The episode I as well. would rather
1: watch that. I mean, I don't. I picked the thing that was the Tropius. Then, like, just I'll you go did. back and watch the yeah, Twilight Zone. I, I'll you, grant
0: you that it is the Tropius. This was like a yeah. what standard creepy kid add in like crayon demonic drawings. possession stuff, crayon drawings. Like this was well, actually, there is a sleep paralysis religious horror possession movie. That might be trope. Oh, my God. But... Yeah, yeah. So in that case,
1: I picked <laughs> of the, the Lest, tropiest right? ones, which I think it would be a dead heat. I picked the one that I think is going to be more annoying to me personally. Like the grading <laughs> nature of the essential element of the film, said kid, is too much. And yeah. let's bear in mind, I'm not picking the movies that I think are just abject shit. I'm not doing that. I'm not picking on things or kicking them while there, they're
0: there down. There are some ultra, ultra low. Yeah,
1: I'm not going to. We're try. We try don't always succeed to not do that so i i cleared all those out i went with the one that left the worst taste in my mouth from a trope standpoint and i landed on that i don't think it's that bad a pick why is that a weird pick
2: cuz i thought it looked pretty good i was going to say that good was one of the ones good. that was definitely no. in the conversation for my dark horse watch it and tell me i might i have my dude the movies i have to watch so by the end of the year i think now like 15 deep or something like that my so. end
0: of list end of year list is pretty long
1: <laughs> oh god mine is not how, ha- oh, it's so long. I've seen <laughs> nothing this year.
2: Just watch Bird Box and call it a good <laughs> okay. one. Of you mentioned the other one that was super trophy. Because what that's was it even I called? Picked. The Last Right. Jesus Which, Christ. By the bad way, name, I think it's like name. the third or fourth movie that's that, that we have done on HRR Something like called that? The Last Right.
1: Well, that was like the Queen of Spades one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: well, but I guess Queen of Spades is like a is an urban legend, so that sort of makes sense. That's like a making a movie called Bigfoot.
1: But... Yeah. But subtitled Last Right. I think that was what it was called. I, I, I'm probably wrong. Whatever. Continue. Oh,
2: oh, yeah, there was a It was from a
1: few years ago. I don't think The Last Ride is the correct subtitle. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's a very tr- <laughs> generic name, fine.
2: In any case. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically cut and paste Jake's analysis. Uh, this is the last movie coming out in November it comes 26th. out on the 26th so if you're looking for something to watch shortly after Thanksgiving I guess you can throw this one on it, it don't. we don't we look categorically we do not need any more possession flicks they've been done we've got it there's nothing new under the sun that you can add to these yeah. if you think you got something you could add I guess make it that's fine but please for the love of God all filmmakers that are listening stop making try, the same yeah, possession do try movie to do over and different. over again
0: oh my god <laughs> Oh my god. Hey Mark, Mark, this one had sleep paralysis.
2: I did unfairly penalize it for coming last because by the time I watched this trailer it was like the fourth or fifth movie that featured a kid with crayon drawings and like a single word repeated over and over and over again in a journal and a silhouetted dark figure wearing an old tiny hat. I mean, uh, uh, I don't want that. I don't need this. I don't need any more of this. Please and thank you.
0: (laughs) Fair enough, Mark. Um, I don't disagree with you at all, but I do forget if I've gone or not. You have not gone. What's your bottom one, Jack? <laughs> My bottom one is a little movie called The Pizzagate Massacre. Look, this has happened before. I'm kind of excited for this movie.
1: What? 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 In Wait, what seriously? way? In what specific way? So
2: this takes me back to watching The Hunt, which neither of you guys have seen, no. and I would like to get your take on it at some point. I don't dislike the fact that this exists, but I am profoundly confused by who they think they're making it for because it's obviously a satire of like QAnon and Pizzagate
0: stuff. For it to be a satire, it has to be like fundamentally different than the things that exist
2: in the real world. Well, they said it in
1: Texas. (laughs) That's different (laughs) enough, right?
2: Uh, (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) This This is a movie that is... Clearly not taking the Pizzagate thing seriously, but setting it in yeah. a world where Pizzagate and lizard people are real, which fundamentally kind of a funny concept. Yep. We should be allowed to laugh at how absolutely fucking absurd some of the conspiracy yep. theories are out there. Yeah. But the question becomes, who the hell is this for? I I, I did not <laughs> think Shout of out this to angle. Kai, who's going to do yeah. the thirty-second on synopsis? Yeah.
1: Oh, that is yeah. We should we will insert the name of his podcast down there. The links in the description below. I think if any episode warrants that, it's this one. That's his podcast, Mark. I hadn't thought of that angle. That's a really good point. Um, I still don't want to see it.
0: Yeah, and so even if don't it is it effective, quote unquote satire of a paranoid conspiracy theory lunatic, I'm not that interested in that quote unquote satire no. until it stops being sixty percent of, of the daily lies. news. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: It needs to be way more buried in the like.
0: I don't know, on the in the offskirts of how, what reality entails. How long was it entails. between Jonestown and
2: between the sacrament? Wait that long then make a movie about <laughs> pizza
1: cake. It just, it can't be every day. It can't be every day type stuff at this point.
2: Yeah, I mean, put this in the same bucket. Uh, the hunt is a little bit different because it's not Actively a single conspiracy, but they do reference. Uh, I think they reference something akin to pizza. I game don't game even game. remember which one the, the hunt was. The, the, the hunt. The hunt was like the quote unquote liberal elites hunt people. Oh school. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Glenn yeah. That yeah, okay. Y'all yeah. should go back and watch it. It's very weird movie. I think it's on HBO.
1: Um, Isn't Glenn Howerton in that one?
2: I literally just said that. Oh, just I wasn't like one second ago. And no, uh, the other one, I mean, same thing. But we had that movie that I think also was both of your bottom ones, or at least Jake's, from like. Three months ago, that yeah. was about the guy in his basement yeah. who ran a like conservative conspiracy theory radio station yeah. thing. Yeah. Which yeah. that one was not going for the same humor level. That, this that one was just was. like
1: some fucked up,
2: but same kind of thing. Right. Like the people who you're making fun of aren't going to want to watch it, and the people who are on your side also aren't going to want to watch right. it because it well, sucks. We we
1: just we all just watched VHS ninety four. <laughs> the second the piece of that, there is a short in that that centers around a group of right wing militia called terror, it's I called think? the yeah. terror yeah, yeah. The last and one, yeah. that ended up being quite enjoyable but it really had to drag me through the whole experience that it had to offer to to yep. get there i was putting up a fight
2: you know what's funny and deserves more send-ups in modern media domestic terrorism sure <laughs> mother <laughs> oh of god, god.
0: woof Either way, hey, that's the one ones. I picked as my <laughs> bottom one. Yeah, let's let's uh, pull the nose up here. Let's talk about top ones. I'll go first because we talked about mine. Yeah, uh, the Deep yeah. House. Underwater Haunted House. That is all. Jake.
1: Yeah, if I were less in a, in a world that is what it is and we had the subject that we just talked about kind of racking our brains at all times, I might have stuck with The Feast, but I just don't know that I want that level of Brutality in my current life, so I went with the other one that I thought looked pretty good, which is Black Friday. This this is not really delightful. Yeah, this is not really the typical pick for me, but I've been on this train for a bit now. I think the theme has been that I've been going with more lighthearted stuff. Escapism. Escapism. Yeah, that's why we're here, right? Uh, This is Devin Sawas, Bruce Campbell. This is about Black Friday, and there are some zombies. They look pretty good in the trailer too. I, I was a little bit surprised by how good I thought they looked.
2: And the zombies are building something. They're not there to eat people. They're there to construct some type of altar. Wow, I like that. Juicy. I like that layer.
1: Juicy. We needed a Black Friday movie too.
2: Yeah, I I kind of throw this one in the same category as like cooties or whatever, where it's like a. Oh, I hope it'd
1: be that good. Yeah,
2: I'm sure it'll be that good. I mean, cooties, cooties I was, that was good. I like yeah. cooties a lot, but what I'm saying is, I think it'll be that good.
1: Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's I, my top month I, or top one of the month. I think it'll be that good too.
2: Yeah, it definitely. Uh, I mean, this was a very close number two for me, and probably would have been my too. number one had you not picked it, frankly. Sure. But I like to get a little bit of variety in there.
1: That's why we have three different top ones, Mark. Bruce
2: Campbell as the hapless store manager is so awesome. Yeah,
1: I mean, this is a role that he's going to excel in.
2: He, I mean, 100% he researched this role by watching Glenn from Superstore. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was absolutely the vibe I was getting. Yeah. Yeah. What's yours? Uh, Hellbound. A oh movie, a, a my! A series of shows that God. Jake hated. Surprise, surprise.
1: I thought the CG in this looked preposterous. I, I'm going it back. Did look bad. Oh, it does. So, but in a good way to you. Yeah. So the like, second I saw that, I was 10 just like, ten
2: seconds. Ten seconds into the trailer. There is a floating face of God. Yeah, fuck you. You were prepared.
1: Room. I went in totally blind, and I saw that, and I was just like, goo!
2: Why was I prepared?
1: Because you had to have read my thing before you went in. Oh,
2: into- no, I specifically try not to read, because I don't want your take to, to
1: poison gum my gum up takes. your take? You don't want my peanut butter and your chocolate?
2: Had I read your takes, I would have been substantially more negative on this month. <laughs> See? <laughs> uh yeah this I'm was watching Mark, again. a going a place where I, I i mean i was knocked off my chair where it's all of a sudden they start with the you will be dead in five days or yep. something like that yep uh and i'm like okay fine good Normal. transition and then floating face of god and then giant lava golems what the hell bent and i think you meant hell bound i meant to say hell bound yeah. I oh, also, God. Oh, it's so
3: bad.
1: I
2: also Those got lo- stuck on uh, the Eminem song from, like, way early in his career called Hellbound. Okay. Yeah. Analyze <laughs> the to strength of my film. game like Lee Corso. Call me a lost soul with a vest on my torso. That's a great song. This Those is coming out on Netflix, by the way. randomly
0: burst into the coffee shop they're sitting in look like, it looks like if in the 2005 Fantastic Four movie some alien had cloned the thing it's how they would have rendered evil clones of the thing in the 2005 Fantastic I'm just, Four movie. I am how flabbergasted.
2: Yeah. I am super oh excited for this. Christ. It is coming at you out of South Korea, I believe. Yeah. And the director and producer is the same guy who did Train to Busan and Peninsula. Peninsula. So you yeah. do have a pretty good pedigree 100%. there as well. Yeah. So I'm whatever, I'm excited for this. As Jake already said, it's coming at you on Netflix. Kind series, of of this is a series
1: yeah. for like the third time, which is either going to be for you or not for you.
2: i mean or you might be middling on it there's a lot of people have different approaches to series no okay
1: (laughs) try it out and bail yeah that's the other approach yeah i hate that it makes me feel incomplete
2: a few others other
0: yeah the other big one we haven't hit is ghostbusters afterlife yeah Um, which has
2: been coming out for fucking two and a half years yeah
0: yeah coming out um look i i not because I'm a misogynist. Hated that fucking 2016 Ghostbusters remake. <laughs> I'm glad you um, clarified, Jack.
1: But, but I would have mistaken reason, you though? for it otherwise. Is that
0: it's the reason, cla- though, Jack? It's important to clarify. No, I hate it because it was there was it was unbelievably underwritten in terms of any backstory of the ghost. And the more stuff that comes out in the Ghostbusters world, the more it it's <laughs> no, the more it's exceedingly clear to me how much lightning in a bottle that original movie was. How much of, like, Aykroyd's lunatic backstory that he'd written 10,000 pages about ancient Sumerian Sumerian mythology that they cut just enough out of with Bill Murray not wanting to be on set and trying to make jokes so inappropriate and funny that he's, like, that they stop filming. Like, that is... Lightning in a in, bottle that cannot be captured ever again. In
2: retrospect, it's very unsurprising that Aykroyd Ack- became a guy that's, like, obsessed with alien abductions and stuff. No, it's not. He always
0: was. Well, yeah. The, the, all, apocryphally, the first drafts of that Ghostbusters script are, like, three hours of just exposition dump about here's ancient Sumerian mythology. It's Nightbreed? Pretty much, <laughs>
2: dude. Uh, the, other big but, one, the other big one coming Paul out Rund is Resident great. Evil Raccoon City, which is the precursor to all of the other Resident Evils uh, and is exactly what you are anticipating from a Resident Evil movie. This one, that
0: trailer weirded me out because they find the, the woman, the protagonist finds a tape, right? Some recorded guy saying, get out, something horrible's happened. But he's so fucking coy with the language. He said, there was an incident... It's like Chernobyl, if you know what I mean. And it's like either I do, and you mean a nuclear in- exp- like accident, and you're being way too coy, and I guess, a or you up? don't mean that, and you're being way too oblique about what actually happened, and I have no idea what happened there.
2: <laughs> it's such a weird choice of language. Yeah, uh, the other two, just to keep going pretty quick through these that I just wanted to highlight. Double Walker looks. Kinda interesting, super low budget, uh, but basically this lady was is visited by a demon and she gets to live forever, but she's invisible, so she becomes a serial killer. I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. the The actual like double walker itself looks pretty cool. Sure. I liked it. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then the last one was Night Night, which is a girl gets into a what like a car accident or something, has amnesia, and then starts seeing this same family that I guess has been stalking her forever. And there's a girl in yellow shoes and a monkey a monkey, Tony Todd and Tony, showed up Tony Todd yeah. showed up. Yeah. Also pretty low budget, but that one could be one of the ones that sneaks out there and becomes actually pretty good. Well, I hope so. I can't I even think so. about
1: the monkey now. Like I, I saw and wrote this before the whole university of Texas monkey thing happened over Halloween. <laughs> and now it's like,
2: Jesus, you can't, you can't, you can't extract pole assassins
1: into... monkey attacking a child. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was my favorite aside, too. The assistant coach's girlfriend, whose name is Pole Assassin. Yep. <laughs> Has a monkey. Comma. And it attacked a child on Halloween. An and I'm like
1: An excuse. emotional
0: support monkey, she claims.
1: Oh, my God
0: unbelievable uh there's also a very generic looking slasher that i was disappointed you got to do something with the mask the baghead they just did like they the did, yeah, they did baghead jason crossed with scarecrow from the batman movies and so yeah it got, actually you, does look exactly if like you're that. gonna do a real boring slasher movie you gotta
2: come up with a cool mask you're talking about they did not you're talking about lanterns lane yeah probably yes
1: that's what you're talking about it's yep. not probably it's a yes
2: very <laughs> generic slasher yeah I don't have anything else to talk about.
1: Yeah, no. I got, like, a
2: whole movie we can talk about.
1: Oh, what movie? should we go to the feature the presentation? Man. Oh, The, the Man, Man. right. Man. Yeah. I forgot.
2: Let's go to there. Okay.
0: Over at ADCHOR.com this week, we watched 2020's The Empty Man. Now, this was a pick from Patreon member Ty, as we said. However, had it not been a pick that Ty or a different patron made, I absolutely would have picked it, this crop, uh, this this particular draft. Just to be rude to Mark
1: um, because he had just watched it?
0: No, I mean, just because I need to talk about this movie. I saw this, I don't know, uh, when it first came to HBO in, like, February, March, or whenever. I don't remember when. Okay. Um, and I, be- like couldn't get it out of my head i watched it a second time and i still wasn't convinced like i knew i was interested in it i didn't know if it was objectively good or not so i've been wanting to talk about it so now i've watched it a third time what are your boys stories with this flick i watched it
2: after you told me to watch it yep thank you
1: so you had two viewings in pretty quick succession
2: this is the second viewing i watched it again i mean i watched it for the first time two months ago when did this come out
0: uh came out well it came out in october of 2022 mm. literally zero advertisement
2: <laughs> well and yeah
0: then, they so, dumped
1: well, it they, it was a dump we'll talk about this yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay let me it, rephrase that when did it come to hbo
0: uh i think it came in like february march april like early spring okay late winter. so
2: yeah i probably watched this over the summer sometime i don't know june okay. July. so you had a minute
1: but still pretty close
2: yeah, for a fucking two hour, two, 15 minute long
1: hour, movie, this is, movie. is a
2: long fucking movie. Which
1: is a great transition to why this is the first time I watched this movie. Uh, it's been on my list for a while. It, it's been on my list before Jack saw it and started talking about it. I just hadn't gotten around to it because of the runtime and the busy year that I've had. So this was a perfect <laughs> excuse, a requirement. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know why you're so, giggling about that. I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> Jig's, <laughs> come got I,
2: untethered.
1: I I, 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 yeah, I don't know.
0: You like came out of the gates swinging, accusing me of having bad energy. This podcast, I'm
2: convinced that was a like. I'm feeling No, no, tactic. I'm feeling
1: loopy. <laughs> that shot, I don't know, man. You're you yeah, clearly that. loopy. Yeah,
2: it's also like 95 degrees in this room. It's right so now. hot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's cold where you are, though. You could
0: fix you need it. A swamp cooler I in here. Can't fix it.
2: Well, we've shut all the doors and the heat. Jack, the house you can is fix on. it. You have clothes on.
0: <laughs> That's true. I could start stripping. Yeah,
2: yeah. Put on But My on
0: chair a tank is top. leather. I'd start sticking to it. I'm
1: gonna get the energy back up. I just, I haven't, I haven't, whatever. I'm coming off some va- some vaccinations. I'm just getting back on my feet.
0: Either way, Ty picked this movie, and as I mentioned, he actually sent in a 30 second plot synopsis. So, boys, 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's gonna start when Ty starts. Thank you. A group of friends goes on a hiking trip to Bhutan. One finds an H.R. Geiger skeleton and becomes sick slash possessed, is eventually killing all of his friends. Cut to Missouri, where James LaSombra is grieving the death of his wife and son. Also, he grew up in San Francisco. He has a sad birthday dinner, then the daughter of his past (laughs) lover goes missing after summoning the Empty Man. Teen horror things happen, then James goes to talk to Stephen Root, cult leader. He then talks to young James Dean, uncovers a plot revolving around the Empty Man, has a terrifying experience in Mark Twain National Forest... Finds Paul from the start of the movie. Uh, James finds out he's a total man to host the empty man. And everything in his life is either a planted memory or orchestrated by the cult, kills Paul, and becomes the empty man himself. All right. So a 38-second plot synopsis. But you know what? He did a pretty fucking good job for the weirdness that is this movie. Yeah,
1: I think (laughs) what this movie is warrants another eight seconds.
0: Yeah, he (laughs) included the
2: important side notes that he's from San Francisco and that he meets a young James Dean. And Steven Root. (laughs) And (laughs) Steven Root, cult leader yeah, and absolutely.
1: Mark Twain National Forest.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the important yeah. hits were there, and I don't think he missed anything major.
1: Oh my God! Uh, I don't bridges.
0: know bridges. <laughs> bridges. Yeah, there, there, uh, there are many a bridge into bottles. Um, the entire universe is an erogenous zone. Well, Stuff that, like that okay.
2: The the erogenous zone thing is not even a line of dialogue. It is a bullet point buried within a list of questions that I transcribed yeah. all of. <laughs> Ooh, nice! Both pages. There are 3 pages. <laughs> <laughs> all 3 Did you transcribe all 3 pages? Well, some of them are kind of dumb, so I skipped the ones that are just like Yeah. One of them was just like society doesn't like binary or do, doesn't allow for things outside of binary gender and I was like, okay, well, I mean that's Jack, what he's
1: trying to say is that's the only thing that he he transcribed.
0: Well, that's the only one I transcribed. I remember. Uh, does your or a brain can itch? And yes. uh, I think. Well, the they first say time I brain watched,
1: itch like eight times. They, that one
0: comes up a lot. Yeah. That's why that's like center focus of the shot. But yeah. I remember the first time I watched this, I took a screen clip of the entire universe as an erogenous zone and sent it to you guys. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so th- it seems like there's sort of like three thirds to that thing. There's like the kind of three one- thirds. Mm-hmm. There. So the first third uh-huh. are things that are basically like. Stuff that you would probably also see in any of the four Matrix movies. Sure. Uh, and then the middle one is just like, society hates all gay people. And okay. then the last third are the ones that we're probably going to talk about, which are the truly weird The truly questions. weird ones? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah. Suicide I'll is a that. form of
0: thought control, question mark? Question that mark. That one, I got stuff to say. Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> I don't even know
2: what that means. I think right. all I have to say is Me question either. mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Before we dive all the way into this movie, which we're kind of already doing, we gotta talk about what in the fuck subgenres it fits into except for psychological
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah, do supernatural. Do we have
2: uh like urban legend cryptid stuff on here? Probably we should. Oh yeah. I like that we reference this list that we don't use for anything. We use it for the podcast weekly. What are you talking about? Like what else do we do at this point? look
0: at the, You and I never look at the list.
2: Oh James. god, I haven't seen that list in <laughs> years. Once upon a time. Once upon a time when we wrote when we wrote these things, we would use the list to tag them so that you could search the movies that yeah. we reviewed by the tags yeah. and we don't do when that When we anymore, had a blog. And we don't put that on the podcast. So The list
0: evolved in, into a way for us to make stupid jokes to each other almost immediately. I mean, I think that's better,
1: don't that's you? That's
2: literally everything <laughs> we do on this podcast.
1: God. <laughs> Everything goes towards the brand, Jack. That's why you have to be authentic.
0: Absolutely. I would put Absolutely. this under
2: cryptid comma fake cryptid. So this is... What do you mean?
0: Cryptid mo- uh, in that it on. doesn't exist in the outside the movie. Yes, Mark, exactly.
1: would the actual distinction then be monster, sub-sub-genre cryptid, sub-sub-sub-genre fake, though? Yeah. Okay.
2: Like, I'm like okay to draw a distinction, the Bye-Bye Man is supposedly an actual thing that people... I mean, it's in the book... That yeah, they wrote about. It's a, not a very well known. urban about, legend. What do you mean? It's in the
1: book that they wrote about. There's there a book is. Called I understand Bye Bye that it is a conglomeration
2: me, yeah. of urban legends that ostensibly were not created specifically for that book, though. It may have been. I don't know.
1: I mean, this is based on a graphic novel. Kind yeah, of, which
2: uh, as but far the graphic as I can novel tell, doesn't purport to be based on anything. On that's... any fact, it's it's a yeah. construction. and also from what yeah. I can tell, the graphic novel has other than the naming nothing to do writes, with this movie. <laughs> exactly nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> I don't know much about it. I
1: did light reading, and it seems not likely. Yeah,
2: you know why you did about light reading? Because there's like no information online about it. Because <laughs> I did the same light reading. <laughs> you
1: know what? This is a future cult classic.
0: It is. A future... I think it's I mean, in it's, the. It's, it's a. It's, it's,
1: it's a... a cult classic, a... not future cult classic. Not cult classic but in the process of becoming a cult classic we're at, i think it
0: already is a cult we're
1: classic. in the second third i think we're in the second third tail end of second third
0: fair enough fair mm. enough it's having a renaissance i mean though. after that we
1: release like... this podcast duh
0: wait
2: what are the, they get the thirds whore whore bump. About? this is this is the second <laughs> set of thirds we've talked about this episode and now i'm confused about which <laughs> thirds we're talking about
0: i don't know mark the everything three comes days. in mark, threes three bro. days you're only oh on the first beer Oh my
2: god
0: three days It's all connected it's all connected uh what, the you think you have some Holy genre, shit! We sh- did we think?
2: S- did we think the thirds into reality? Why do you think I have three beers?
0: Oh, god, oh my I have goodness! So much to say about tulpas. Where's the, only the other, third?
1: Um, oh god, there's going to be a third clip, isn't there? A third chip clip. Oh god.
0: Oh, Jake, you're going to find that on the way home. If that happens, the, I swear the to God, third I'm just chip l- clip,
1: launching myself into incoming traffic. <laughs> Jack, what were you going to uh, say?
0: The only other subgenre that this might fit into is cult. This has a lot of cult it's elements. It's absolutely in the cult. Second act, yeah.
1: I don't know exactly how that one is structured on our list. This isn't I really.
0: Th- it's hard. To, you can't really break this down. This isn't a three-act structure movie. <laughs> this is a question mark movie.
2: Well, it's a. It's definitely a three-act structure movie, but it also has an intro.
0: Yeah, La Sombra has a three-act structure to his arc, but then there's also another half hour of movie before it. It's
2: 20 minutes, thank you. <laughs> it took
1: me a really long time, and by a really long time, I mean the, the second time you said La Sombra for me to figure out what the fuck you were talking about because I didn't remember him by his last name Main already. guys, yeah. James Dale's character, also named James. A uh,
0: shaded area near the bullfighting ring. Yeah,
2: just well, it just means the shadow. Does it? Yeah.
1: Shadowy James. Shadow James.
2: Are you sure? I'm pretty sure Sombra means shadow. I don't think it does. Okay. Well, I'll Google it in the background, but...
0: Okay. Well, that actually, Jake, your point gives us a very good, or Mark, transition to what the movie does right, Wait, which is the first us? thing I want to talk about is that first again. Classic
2: Jack maneuver
0: getting us First confused. chunk of that movie the, is the cold one open? of the best horror sequences I've ever seen. I
1: mean, if that were... So, I actually wanted to ask a question about this, because I remember when we were discussing it earlier, and I think this was... Yeah, it had to be after Mark had seen it. You said something that was at least semi along the lines of if you want to know what you're in for you can watch the opening sequence and like if you're in after that that's that's kind of what you're gonna get it was along those lines no, no that's no. not what i got at you, all what i said
2: no you was, are you're putting words in mark's mouth. Well, no. Yeah, no, no, no no no, no. what my take was is this movie is a it, it's very much the uh ghost ship paradox the the intro to the movie Fantastic horror sequence, and then they just happen to tack on an extra ninety minutes that you really don't need to watch. Or in this, so case, you two were hours. saying <laughs> you were getting
1: it—the exact opposite.
0: No, but what Mark said was, I do remember this conversation. What Mark said was, if you don't like the first twenty minutes, oh, then stop bail. Stop watching the okay. movie because are absolutely gets not going <laughs> to yeah, like. You're the absolutely
1: rest. not going to like the rest. Okay, yeah. It was
0: a modest Tollins or modest Ponins. I can't remember.
1: Let's go so it back. Was, it was
2: a modest Yahoo. <laughs> a modest <laughs> I haven't Yahoo. thought
1: about that artist in a long time let's go back to what jack was saying though about that opening sequence it's great i mean if that was
2: it's sublime if
1: that was just a short that's one of the better shorts i've seen in a very very long time i think it's what almost 20 minutes it's like exactly 20 minutes yeah oh god that was so good i mean that honestly the setting alone like trekking through Bhutan, going and finding as ty said the hr geiger skeleton that all of that and the way they set up the scares at the at the outset is so fucking well done
2: quick pause I uh this HR Geiger reference is flying way over my head. Could someone explain this to me? Who is HR? HR Geiger
0: is an illustrator, designer, and author. He's most famous for coming up with the creatures in the Aliens franchise. Oh, Alien okay. franchise. Gotcha. Uh but but if you watch if you look at his art, this kind of weird, kinda almost physically impossible, biological, creepy, Cosmicky style is, horror. Imagery. Yeah,
1: cosmicky horror gotcha. is HR Geiger. Um, this
2: this movie is tagged with Lovecraftian. Which I, I, I think, I mean,
1: what, it, it's cosmic-y. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um Yeah, I was going to talk specifically about that skeleton, where it is on screen for maybe 10 seconds in the whole movie, and it increases, it probably doubles the overall rating of this movie. Oh my god, it's so good.
0: And the the movie is so smart to show it to you so early. You yep. see it 10 minutes into this thing and it's like he falls and you're like, "Okay, so this is the build up to the horror. They're going to follow him down there." But no. They follow he, the one guy follows him down there and he's praying in front of this fucking monstrous thing. It's, it's so the good. scariest situation I can possibly think of, I think.
2: Yeah, where he's totally fine but he's like semi comatose I
0: can't like honestly I imagine like hiking with you guys and having one of you guys fall in a hole and me following down I cannot fathom how frightening that would be for me
2: it is jarring in that scene that he's down there for like five like the guy who goes down to rescue Paul is down there for like five minutes and the two people up top aren't like hey could we get an update please yeah, do you want to tell us what's Are going I, on? Think okay. they, I think there was
1: a scene where they did that they do
2: like, eventually, oh, but they give him they give him he like, says, give solid, me a second yeah. a second they give him like five minutes to go down there and he doesn't even be like hey I'm at the bottom Maybe he does. But then they're just like, okay, we'll eat our sandwiches. Check in with us in 10. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, that's after like a catastrophic careen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> into a crevasse.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, he's like... Dude should have been very injured for how long of a rappel that was. Whatever.
2: No, it's one of those things... Where it, you that's you hit, a later topic. You hit the side of the crevice. No. And then... You don't just bounce around like a pinball. Slide, and you you you're... I downward mean, momentum is that's called fully a That's called a
1: glissade if we're going to continue with our mountaineering references.
2: Yeah, you freedom, Jake, you freedom, butt, freedom slide butt slide all the way down. Yep. into the just flat of the cave, yeah. and then you meander over to the H.R. Geiger skeleton and yep. pray to it until your friend comes and rescues you. I
0: was going to say, maybe he just broke a lot of bones and stuff, but he's just being possessed by Themptyman. But I forgot that his friend is, uh, the other guy is a med student and says there's nothing wrong with him physically. I've checked him out. Well, but also, the way
2: you would <laughs> find like a broken cut Toxics and ribs and stuff is you'd poke them in there and be like, and the guy would have a pain response. Wince. So if he is possessed, yeah. then,
1: then he might not have that response. Yeah. He's just jelly inside. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Dude, just a big old bag anyway. of Anyway.
2: All of his organs were turned into thoughts. Damn. It's reverse tulpa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> took a physical oh, form God. and
1: through thought made it
0: not physical. <laughs> <They> got-
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> they-
0: Classic reverse tulpas. They,
1: they de tulpa the guy. I don't want to think about <laughs> deconstruction of tulpas.
0: Oh, we're going to get to this in a later segment. I don't want
2: to think about tulpas
0: at all Jack- as they exist in the modern internet culture. Jack,
2: are you able to like even remotely tell me what deconstructionism and Jacques Derrida wrote about because I don't get it? Not really. I've no. been reading. I've been reading Dorita stuff since. Is it Dorita or Dorita? We I don't always know. said Mark, Dorita. say I say, I, I, say don't Laganitas. Laganitas.
1: I don't though. I say Lagunitas. You say
2: tomato, I say tomato. You say Dorita, I say Dorita. Whatever. <laughs> it, it, he was. He was a debate philosopher that we always used in topicality arguments back when I was doing policy debates. So I like got very <laughs> first very, of all. I got very... So debate specific. Yeah. Nerd Hey, <laughs> Like 2% of our listening audience might be like, hey, I know some of those words. But he was always like one of those people who I would read. I, I He had great evidence to the thing that I was reading. And then as soon as I read anything outside of that, you were like, my brain got tied in a knot and I didn't understand. He's, he's, according to Wikipedia, I'm not quoting here, but this is close to what it's written as. He's notorious for being abstruse which I also had to shift F7 <laughs> means inscrutable. <laughs> is that just a made-up word? No, no, abstruse is real. Abstruse
1: I've never heard Abstruse means
2: it. hard to understand.
1: But that word is abstruse. Yes. Hmm.
2: It's a good word in that regard, huh?
1: I love it. <laughs> it's one of my it's new favorite defining. words. I'm going to use it is a lot. Is there a
0: word for words that are self-defining or that...
2: I know I'm what you mean. It's here. like it's I'm like the definition version God. of automonopias. This is what happens yeah. anytime yeah. you read D- Dorita. You I'm not. Sm- <laughs> I'm not.
1: I'm not smart enough for this.
2: You get. You get three Make seconds in, and then you realize you've been trying to unpack the first sentence for a half an hour, and you give up.
1: Dorita's the empty man.
2: Because I almost got to. Are there any words that mean what their definition is? But that's all words. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa.
1: <laughs> he signals and we deliver, yeah. or whatever. He signs seals uh, and I delivers. Do-
0: Look, I do want to break down this opening sequence <laughs> a little further, just because <laughs> it, it it beyond like it happens so fast that he falls down and the terrifying shit happens. Yeah. But then there's a really good, almost people getting fucked within the woods. Sequence the cabin of sequence being, is amazing. It's stuck in this cabin and yeah. the buildup of creepy shit that happens yeah. is amazing. Yeah, he the he finds the little bone pipe flute. that She finds it on him. That you as the viewer. Here, when she blows through it, is the exact do same sound that he heard. That said, what is that?
2: You know, when he when he got led to the chasm,
0: is that why you're
1: drinking a bottle?
2: Yeah, actually, that's specifically why I grabbed a bottle so I could finish it and then blow into it. I don't Jack- have Jack's still working on his. See, I'm. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm not. I opened another one.
0: I'm
1: not part of this. Here we go. I'm not a part of it. To um, be safe, you guys are gonna be just disappeared.
2: I was thinking about this the other day because I forgot who picked it. Had I been tasked with um, doing the 30 second plot synopsis, it would have been 28 seconds of the first 20 minutes of this movie, and then two seconds <laughs> saying, and then another movie happens afterward that you don't Pretty much, man. And then they think a guy into existence and make him the empty man. Yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> no, they make him a vessel of the empty man, Jack. Totally. But different.
0: also the empty man. See, so I think he's be empty so he can become
2: the man. The thing. The man. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's. Yeah, exactly. He's in a, he lives as a coma person so that he can be the antenna for the empty man. Yeah. Even though he is also the empty man, it works on exactly so, two levels. So many levels. <laughs> Just but
1: that's a lot. The fact that it works on any is the, ridiculous.
2: Well, Jake,
0: it doesn't. I think the, the like, <laughs> situation they're in in that cabin is so fucking scary of like, I cannot carry him five miles down the hill. I know it's going to happen. I'm here. angry at him. I think he might be faking. Totally. It's like, oh, God, the breakdown of the shit. You know, it's kind of Blair Witch project D where they're get <laughs> infighting. It's so good. I
1: think Ty probably knew what he got into when he picked this for us to discuss but this is like the classic 80 20 rule 80 percent of this film is not the open and 80 percent of what we discuss is going to be the open
0: it's
2: the i disagree oh god
1: it's by far the best part jesus christ 100 it sounds hard
0: like you didn't the like part. the rest of it
2: <laughs> me no yeah. oh, I... we'll get there
0: yeah.
2: okay uh yeah <laughs> it's gonna be the it's gonna be the 30 30 30 and then 10 percent is nitpicks rule where <laughs> a perfect structure, a perfect structure, what the movie does right is the first 20 minutes. And then what the movie does middle and wrong is all the rest of it. That's an interesting
1: way to put it. I think that there are still things that it does well in the, well, so I others. think so Do we have too. anything
0: else to say about the opening scene or do we want to move on to other things it does right?
1: I, I, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head with it. I, it's the only other thing that I had to say is I really enjoyed the sense of place. Cause like I was texting with you guys when I was first starting to watch it. Um, just i think it was just the fact that it was set in the the himalaya but like it the took himalaya the himalaya that it it took me back to like playing um uncharted 2 yeah because i i don't know i haven't seen it it's definitely like you can tell that this was a production like this was a movie that it was well funded and we can kind of get i don't know when we want to get into that whole bit but this was the adventure-horror combo of the opening was really cool, I thought. And I haven't seen a lot Amazing. like that in a long time.
0: Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like, the descent, maybe?
1: I think this was grander, though, in oh, a lot of ways. Grander. The descent, I mean, not just because the descent is, like, claustrophobic and this is, like, an open space. Just this is more...
0: Yeah, it's not... It's, they're not in a place know. to just do a thing. Yeah, yeah I, I understand what you're saying. Um, Mark, anything to say about this opening sequence before we move on to other does-right stuff? No, we have covered it. Um, I want to fucking talk about that cult because it is a creepy cult I think Steven Root does a terrific job as this cult leader I think not only his acting but the dialogue he spouts is on point it's perfectly nonsensical that's what it (laughs) is I was was trying to figure out a good way
2: to describe it it's the right amount of sense versus nonsense the balance there is perfect
0: he's saying like just there's just enough profundity for you to be like Maybe, but most of it is lunacy, but he does it earnestly. It's so good. I love it.
2: Yeah, he delivers it. It's not, there's no upward inflection to what he's saying. He doesn't, he he delivers it. I mean, Steven Root is a fantastic actor. I think all of us love Steven Root, but the point here is shot. he he delivers (laughs) it in a way that a person who fully understands, or at least thinks they understand this philosophy would, and they're just saying it like total deadpan. Uh I can't even remember any of the words he says or I'd try and do an impression at this point but oh no it it comes Just off it. as something that is totally normalized within that group. Yeah, He's not saying sure. anything sensational. This is his like elevator pitch to people who wandered in off the street. Absolutely. And while we're on those performances, I think it's worth noting. Like, I, James Badge Dale does a
0: great job, as does Mayor in Ireland. Like, almost everyone in this movie does a really good job. They're good actors.
1: I mean, they're Very people you've actors. seen in other stuff. They're not like A listers, but they're good, accomplished actors that you've seen.
0: Yeah. But James Badge Dale has this really complicated role of being like unsure of himself, but also sure of his cynicism. Yeah, I mean, you let's know, just take the 10 seconds and that say that he is something
1: him. this movie does right, because his he does a tremendous job with a it completely it. ridiculous role that I can't believe he read and was like <laughs> totally...
2: <Buck wild laughs> role. I'll do this, this yeah, is what yeah. I want to do.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is like a career highlight because, Jesus, what are you doing?
2: I would 100% believe, if someone just made this up and wrote it on the IMDb trivia page, I would be fully for it. Yeah. Where it was just like, James Badge Dale was only given the first of the script. And he (laughs) loved it and couldn't wait to see how it ended. So he signed on and then they gave him the other 20%. And he was like, uh, what? I love that we're still doing the (laughs) 80-20
1: rule. Everything's about the 80-20 rule. Yeah. It's good. It's important. It's It's real. Believe in the 80-20 mark.
0: I like the... I like the film's incorporation of the, as Ty put it, teenager horror stuff. The kind of urban legend, teens fucking around, drinking on the bridge, then blowing into bottles. It it moves it along in a way it really needed to be moved along.
1: Well, I okay. (laughs) So what I like about it is how it fits. Maybe it's more where it fits within what else this movie does because you have the opening and then you get into basically the teen horror section and then it goes into like the ether, right? Like that's (laughs) kind of the way that this movie is structured. Yes, and. I liked it in the sense that it I had already either. seen something fucking cool. I knew there was a lot of runtime left, and it was clipping through that whole section of basically, <laughs> yeah, like, this is what totally. you get with all they, these other movies.
0: They front load the pacing so you can be like a camel sustained yeah. through the drought of nothing happening for two hours. I, it, I is, mean, I, it is I,
2: funny. I this how that was is four structured. different movies. It There's, kind it, of is, yeah. The intro uh, self-contained thing with Paul. Yeah.
1: The urban Teen legend, slasher, urban yeah.
2: legend, bye bye man, and twenty five other movies, but
1: way better because it was twenty minutes long.
2: Uh, <laughs> cult movie, yeah, and then still cult, but the resolution, still Whatever. cult, but resolved. I don't know ethereal nonsense psychobabble movie. Yeah, someone yeah. thought this was a good idea. Psychological twist.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I would say more standard cult, and then like cure for wellness style <laughs> craziness.
2: Okay, yeah. I would like to. I'm gonna w- blow stoned people's minds. I want to rewind for a second. Can we say anthology <laughs> as what the fuck subgenre of a movie this fits into? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate that. I wouldn't be fully opposed. I mean, to I do. in the I sense think that, that it's actually, absolutely not. Now but, that I think about it look, in that way, it actually might improve my view. Mark, experience. let's talk about no. the production. Here's
1: here. what I'm gonna be, allow. Here's what I'm gonna allow. Fan theory, okay? Fan theory. What it, subgenre fits into is that is that enough for you?
2: What you haven't you can, said the thing that you're going to. You can yet.
1: fan theory that as a subgenre, but I'm not going to allow it as a whole.
2: Oh yeah, that's fine. I'm all Great. about fan theory. We're theories.
0: done. I, I, this Jake is a good place to talk about the production of this. Let's project. fucking do it, dude. Because <laughs> yeah. one of the things, like one, so this got a test screening, I think, in 2019, and it bombed, tanked. So the studio yeah, put it, it, it on the back really burner, and they didn't even pay the like. Uh, so, you know, they didn't pay the producers or editors or anything to keep working on it. Like, this is not what the final cut of this movie was intended to be, which is probably why it's so fucking long. Well, they said, hold on. Well, we the, have the Back other up. thing
2: we need to mention to contextualize this thing is that this was this is Fox features who made this it, it, uh, 20th, 20th Century 20, Fox. 20, yeah, so before was, it was bought well, by not, Disney no, in the middle yes. of 20th Century Fox being bought by Disney. So yes. this was a 20th Century project yes. that then got bought by a completely different. Company Can I? That Neither it's, company it's, knew how so, to market because who the fuck are you going to market deconstructionism to? I
1: want to add a little bit to this, okay? Okay, so, now,
2: so we're building. You know, yeah. Jack started it and yeah, then yeah. I continued it. Uh,
1: it's just, it, this is the part where we have to mention who this was written and directed by David Pryor, okay?
2: Yes. He made this film.
1: Somehow he got the budget to make what ended up being a $16 million production. Yep. 20th Century Fox. <laughs> I would as say that's Jack, relatively low for the I would say that's box. still pretty high considering they had to see a script to fund it, and my God. So what happened was he made this movie, they screened it as Jack mentioned, it tested really poorly. They cut the fuck out of it, screened like a ninety minute version. Well, not,
0: not not the creators of the movie, no, 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 the, no. Studio yes, brought the studio. The studio it, it tested
1: poorly, so they're like, We need to test yeah. like a more palatable. It took creative as we control
0: think. away from the makers. Take Catch it back it, to
1: man. a ninety minute movie. They screened it again. Guess what? It scored worse then that's this is all simultaneous because things more than one thing happens at once in real life disney buys 20th century fox and they're like we have nothing to do with this fucking movie just go back to and- whatever the guy had had done initially and like get rid of it
0: and then they dumped it and to prove that they dumped it this movie was Two months after this movie, when this movie dropped, it was two months into the 20th Century Fox logo being obsolete. It didn't exist anymore, but they didn't even pay enough attention to this movie to remove that title card from the production cards of this movie. So it's the last movie to say 20th Century Fox and... is necessarily so, because that didn't exist when this was released.
2: I love that as a legacy. (laughs) I think so.
0: (laughs) I mean, I think think that's that's maybe your
1: visual stamp of, like, how weird a thing this is. But, yeah, I mean...
0: It's certainly not taking away from its, like, cult classic vibes. No,
1: and this movie's gonna end... I'll be interested to see, like, how you know, through distribution and all that stuff now digitally, like how much it ends up making in the long term, like $16 million production. Like we said to date, this is just Wikipedia. I'm not in it's the like industry. 4 million? It's like at about five. Okay. So, I mean, that's a bomb, but I'm interested to see how it's going to continue to make money over time for sure, because it, this it, is it. going to be, and like we said, it's, I think at the, uh, tail end of the second third of becoming a cult movie.
2: Yeah, gross worldwide is 4.8, but that's purely box office, so plus whatever they got from HBO. It'll make yeah, money Yeah, it also eventually. got
0: fucked because when they dropped it was like mi- raging mid-pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's I,
1: that's just... Get fucking rid of it, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that that's fascinating, but the fact that this movie exists is kind of in and of itself just fascinating. A, a treasure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, Pretty wild. I mean, you know... Good for David Pryor for getting a very specific movie made. made.
1: Yeah. 100%. I can't fuck. I can't believe it. Like what did he do to? Have, I mean
2: drugs. Not what, specifically <laughs> drugs. I don't To I, get it to be made, did he give everyone else drugs? <laughs> I mean, no, you don't need to in Hollywood, man. But like a bunch not, of sinners down did, there. Yeah. This isn't the kind of thing you make on cocaine. This is the kind of thing you make on like DMT. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is when you cut your cocaine with DMT. <laughs> It's pretty it's a hell psych- of a ride. I, 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 You could
1: get there with psychedelics. There's at
2: least one person on Crocodile on the set.
1: No way. It's not that
0: weird.
2: <laughs> this is some psychedelic there's-
1: shit, man. They could get there with shrooms, I think. Okay. I have no experience, but.
0: There's a there's a TV show that's coming out soon. It's in like production right now called Guillermo del Toro Presents 10 After Midnight. Okay. And I don't know what it is, me but either. David Pryor wrote and directed two episodes of it, and that makes me interested. I want to see what else
2: this guy has in him. Yeah,
1: for sure. I don't know much about him.
0: 10,000
2: pages of Sumerian stuff, Sumatran stuff. Sumatran. Probably, hmm.
0: yeah. But without being like a blowhard asshole about it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I don't know about that. but
0: Yeah, I, just, I have no knowledge one way or the other. But <laughs> what else do we want to talk about what the movie does right, having covered the production stuff, which is fascinating? Okay,
2: I have two more things. One is, and this seems kind of dumb, but I also love it. This movie has cool bridges in it.
0: And it no, yeah, really true. does.
2: From a cinematographic angle, like the shots that they have of both the bridge that they initially cross in Bhutan, but also the main bridge. I can't remember what the name of it is, but they name check it like three or four times down in Missouri. That like long fucking I don't even know what that bridge the is. The ones for. with the kids. Yeah.
1: The one from the trailer that is basically just calling this a, a bye bye man movie.
2: Yeah, that seems yeah, to yeah, be yeah. it's not a railroad bridge because there's no tracks. Right. But there's definitely not a road. No. And it's like I don't know, two miles long based on the amount of time it takes him to cross You'd call it, it a
0: utility bridge. It's like a bridge the government would bring to bring supplies over to an area they're working in.
2: Sure. I I mean, super cool cinematography like uh, opportunities there, and they take full advantage. I
1: mean, bridges are all over this goddamn thing. The first time you see James Dell's character, he's running on a different bridge. He like stops running and has a
2: smoke.
0: Awesome. Smoke halfway through his smoke-o. run. Takes quick smoke, though. Yeah, there are a bunch of Believe bridges. Leave them alone. There are a bunch.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I think it's a good... I mean, in a movie about like themes and motifs, not directly, but they're definitely part of deconstructionism, yeah. it's well, it's he, good to have repeating imagery like that, and they take full advantage of it, and I think that's... Oh, this movie's good.
1: fucking full of it, dude. Yeah, this movie and is full of it. repeating
2: thematic imagery, right? He is the bridge for Thempty Man to come to yeah. Earth. I mean, exactly.
1: Yeah, I, I, Jack took it to the like real extent, but visually too, it's more than even just the bridges, right? Like they they integrate a bunch of that stuff. There is, I think, it's in the Pontifex Institute. There's a, a painting, or maybe it's in the hospital. I don't remember a painting that is definitely just the cabin from Bhutan. That's in the Pontifex Institute. Yeah, there there's that. There's like multiple different scenes that have hands crossed that are like the Geiger skeleton from the crevasse. There's a ton of care given to all of this imagery throughout the film Mm -hmm. and that's the mark of a well-realized idea and I think that that's worth mentioning yeah
2: secondly um we haven't we probably don't talk about this enough on our podcast given what it is but this is a good horror movie like the the, (laughs) there are parts (laughs) it's funny to laugh about that but I know what you mean so continue (laughs) we'll unpack the scare factor yeah at a later time but It is scary. There are... (laughs) I wouldn't say this is like a particularly scary movie, but there are some very creepy scenes. Yeah. The scene where they do their sort of call and response with the bottle and they don't know what's on the other side of the bridge. The murder scene in the spa. That's not... Fuck you. Awesome. No. What? The scene it. where he gets chased by the cult not that's when it's the scariest not when it's actually not scary. when it's well, actually that like sequence is mid running sequence but well other when than they the all opening. when they all turn in unison and face him and then take a step every time he takes I back. liked the cabin that yeah. whole well, fucking sequence look, in the woods obviously the first twenty minutes no 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 the other spent.
1: cabin the one when in the forest oh oh, oh yeah the where fil- he's watching the, found the videos thing. Like he and finds there's the teddy bear and the teddy bear has gone
2: yeah the teddy bear has gone and also the the footage on the grainy, like horrifying, night thing. Yeah. yeah. They have a lot of really good creepy shit in this movie.
0: Yes, really good creepy.
2: I, shit.
1: I would add to that, honestly, like the Pontifex Institute as a physical location, like the underbelly of it. I, I don't know. Mileage may vary, but like that was. I feel like I've had nightmares in places that look like that. Before. Totally,
0: it's really industrial and creepy. It felt,
1: like, it, it felt well realized for sure. He just
0: put the the the, the director or prop master or whoever just put like a. Old school schoolhouse chalkboard in the middle of this industrial pipe room, like it's creepy. It's all as of hell.
1: it. It's going. It's with it's at What's he that room over there? Go oh, that's downstairs. Where keep our pipes. They they chose to shoot him, James Badge, Dale, going downstairs like six separate times, so you get a little bit disoriented. But he's going down into the belly, and there's like that type of like, I I imagine you know? like a grocery store like butcher room, you know, with like the plastic <laughs> sheathing door thing, and then there's just people sitting. Ugh. Weird, uh, even though, it, correct
0: me if I'm wrong, that is the scene where he is willed into existence, right? When they first hear him clanging around up on that catwalk, that's when he's willed into existence. Well,
2: Jack, that would be a very good question to bring up later, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> there is a certain amount, um, element of time travel in this movie that they don't do anything to. Earn no, or no,
0: no, no, there's, there's no
2: time. Okay, well I'm excited it's not to time about that, travel. So there's no time. No, travel. it's time travel. It's, time, is, no, it doesn't it's matter, time doesn't matter, Mark. Time doesn't exist. It's time travel. Fake, time doesn't fake exist. Fake memory. Oh, no, he's alive at that point. He's been alive for three days. That's the whole point. You have to be alive for three days to to, to meet the empty man. Touch. That's on
1: day two. Be touched. But he was by also created him, on day two no, and then Mark, back to day zero. No, Mark, he won't touch
2: you until the third day. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't have to follow the
0: rules of the empty man. He's a he's a tulpa.
2: Tulpas um, don't experience linear time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You should tell that to these Reddit lunatics. Um, there I is a. I want to dig uh, that out. I have no idea. Yeah, wait. I don't. I don't
2: know the whole thing about. I Pulpals don't know what the online, fuck you so just so said. I will. Okay.
0: I will give you guys a brief overview and what the movie does wrong because reminding me of that whole world is something this of movie tulpas. Does wrong. Yes. I'm well, so happy murder. I know nothing about the God. world of Reddit oh, and Does
2: this movie do middle? Wait, no,
0: no, no, I have something else that does right. <laughs> Damn it. Something else that does right. Ah. There, this movie is, for as unsubtly as it's written, there are a <laughs> lot of pretty subtle jokes in it, and it has a lot of deft comedy throughout it that keeps me pretty entertained throughout the whole thing. I think the first one that kind of starts is the happy birthday dear customer song. Yep. The depressed waitstaff sings to him. There's the, just like... Um, that... The jazz talking of- guy and him being like, why the fuck are you talking like that? Just like him being aware yeah. of how weird the situation around him is, is very funny. And then when the cult thing happens, him being like, yeah, no, fuck this. Yeah, I'm and then out. running away. <laughs> it's all
2: very funny. I agree. The the whole the happy birthday, dear customer thing rings true of something that actually happened to David Pryor. And he was just like, I'm gonna include this in a movie because it's And it's very funny, yeah. It's
0: very good. There's like weird, dark, subtle humor throughout this thing, and I like it very much. Hundred percent. We can move on to does middle. Does middle.
1: Does middle.
0: This is where I originally intended to talk about the production, but we hit a more natural point earlier. So I don't really have anything in Say we'll
1: say hold on. Uh, then you missed me with why it should be middle. Remind me the bad part of why it should be, that brings it to Just middle? Just
0: because the artists didn't get to put what they intend, like their final version of what they wanted to on screen. I'd like to, I think that's why it's two hours and 20 I was more long. into the
1: interpretation that this was closer to what they actually wanted, what prior would have wanted.
0: Maybe. I, I, don't, I, I honestly don't know. I think with more time and more resources to edit and polish this thing you could cut out a lot of the chaff
2: i'd be very curious to know this would be this oh i think he wanted that chaff buddy (laughs) question (laughs) yeah question do you think that the director's cut of this movie is shorter than the i I I don't know i don't think
0: so But the the director's cut or uh, that
1: I the think the this is the director's cut, too. Yeah,
0: I think, I think so so it too. is, too. Yeah. The director having unfettered access to the edit isn't necessarily what I mean. Like, I think a lot of directors are served by having an editor they trust oh, yeah, for sure. who will cut shit There out. could be a really and, good
1: editor involved that could help make this a tighter experience. Yeah. I Okay, so I understand the angle that you're coming from to put this in middle, but we also wax poetic about how it's cool to see something that was made that didn't yeah. have that because it's kind of rare now. I mean, it's it's yeah, so, a it's a little bit cynical to like look at all these movies and be like, this isn't the director's vision, you know. But <laughs> you know, we, that's kind of what it's
0: like. We just recently talked about how we think James Wan tricked the studio into letting him make *Malignant*. And that's a little like, bit what this was he like, was except just, the studio dumped this like, one. Yeah, he got his budget, and then the whole time was like, "Yep, we're out here making a totally normal big budget movie. Don't worry about and it. That's Everything's also fine James out War. here. He's
2: on a satellite phone.
0: Everything's going according to plan." Don't and need to send you dailies. Him, Don't worry about it. No, no. Every time they're like, where are the dailies? He's sending them just the clips of the teenage horror stuff, them blowing into bottles <laughs> and then like hanging under. Them. They're like, okay, good. This looks like yeah, pretty it's beautiful, straightforward. it's right? like, Even the yep,
1: beginning part with boot's on. <laughs> I mean, those are the only things that you like would have seen, you know? So and just, it- <laughs> I was just looking up what the budget was for him. it was 40 mil.
2: I'm, I'm thinking, I'm picturing something in my brain where he screens the initial like reel to reel for, for the studio executives. And the lights come on and he walks up on stage and there's just like, a bunch of stunned eyes in the audience being like, w- "How much did this cost?" <laughs> Six- Sixteen <laughs> Good! Oh, heavens. oh, no there's just a person in a Mickey Mouse costume in one of the seats going like, "Oh no, oh no!
0: <laughs> I don't have anything else that does in middle.
2: Um, I, I had Steven Ruten does middle. Uh, weird. I look. I love Stephen Root. I he, think does he does a very great. good performance here, but it's so hard for me to separate him from Milton.
1: He's too much in that role. It's too. It's too obvious. You needed someone less.
2: No, Milton is where you it's go. It's not, to, not obvious Root? at all, and I fucking love it but it's also I don't know th- I, I have a very tumultuous relationship with him in this movie because he I, he does a very good job and now that I see it I really understand why they cast him that way yeah. but when I first I remember being like taken at least one step back because as soon as he starts talking you don't see Steven Root for like I don't know three or four seconds after he starts talking and as soon as his monologue started in, in the church thing yeah. that they're in I was like is that Steven Root that's a weird choice for this movie the first time I you, saw is
0: it. is Milton from Office Space where you go to with Steven Root. Is that you're like what you think of him from? That or
2: Dodgeball. Because and now probably also um, blanking on it. Oh God, uh, Jordan Peele movie. Get out. There it is. Oh, get out. Jack uh, goes to for me, shot. I think it's
0: Barry. My go-to is Barry. Um, for Stephen, that's true. Days. I
2: love. I actually, you know what? Come to think of it, Stephen Root's like the second half of his career went in a He's so very good. cool direction.
0: Well, and his career's always been interesting, right? Office Space, King of the Hill, fucking all this. Shit. He's doing so much cool shit. Yeah,
2: I'm I, okay. I love Stephen Root. I just think, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's just a weird thing on my part. I'd be fine to put him in does right. We already talked about it in. in Diz, I
1: thought right. it was what it does right. I was Some, wondering. Sometimes if you I have like, a hard oh, time not less. hearing
0: Bill Dotrieve when Stephen Root talks, but. <laughs> hmm.
2: William Thibodeau Dotterive is his middle name. His name? <laughs> Thibodeau, it's something like that. I don't know.
0: Thibodeau.
2: That's the second King uh, of the Hill reference of the episode, so that's cool. Yeah,
0: I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put pacing in what this movie does wrong. It's too long, and there's it's for, <laughs> for such an act. Yeah. Like I talked about okay. earlier, it loads you up like a camel with cool shit happening for then a very long chunk where during his investigation there are tens of minutes at a time where all you're doing is watching him drive a car in silence or walk through a dark place in silence. Like,
1: I don't disagree. Like, this is the obvious thing that had to be here, right? Like, this is a, with all the cool shit that comes from letting this happen, you get this. (laughs) And it's a two hour and 15 minute thing that is beautiful and not very well paced if you're thinking about actually experiencing it as a as a horror movie, it's a whole movie. Uh, my yeah. least favorite parts part of it, of it are well paced. Yeah, my least favorite part of it, if we go back to like this movie as an anthology idea, was absolutely the teen horror part. But again, we've already talked about like how that had that a reason favorite? for being.
0: What? That was my just... least favorite was all the parts of his investigation. Like the film noir parts are my least favorite mm, part. Yeah,
1: followed not mine.
2: I so my least favorite parts are the ending, the last 15 minutes. Oh, that's not terrible. that was
1: so bonkers that I didn't give a fuck.
2: Secondly, <laughs> William Fontaine Delatorre Tour d'Otrieve. De excuse me. Oh, got it. Okay, cool. Not Thibodeau. Not Thibodeau. That's way different. No. Though. It's also French. Does anyone else remember the murder in Small Town X? It was a reality TV show no. based around a murder mystery? No. Not
0: at all. Okay.
2: We should go back and revisit that. That's a fun one.
0: That sounds like a Pat to me. I
2: think <laughs> the guy who may have been the killer, and frankly, at this point. I'm too old to remember. His last name was Thibodeau. What? Ar- Jesus! Why? <laughs> that, that's where you confused it with. That's how you confused Stephen Root with.
0: Yeah.
1: I I I am
0: truly. <laughs> what era was this? And was it on yeah. network television? I am baffled. It
2: was on. It was on either Fox or NBC. and It was probably Ooh. like late '90s. I was gonna
1: say it sounds like a USA thing.
2: It
0: sounds like it came out right after the Masked Magician. Hold Although on, USA
1: on. is an NBC property, what was this on? What did this air on?
0: Murder in Small Town X. Jake, uh, it sounds like it was expressly not cable so it wasn't USA oh this
2: w- yeah no this was definitely like NBC or Fox okay characters were not welcome okay okay. possibly I mean it, there's a chance it was on CBS because CBS what seems was to it have on look it up I'm trying to it doesn't it doesn't immediately pop god up. I mean it was almost certainly on Fox don't Fox you have 5G the the alien you been autopsy. boosted
0: what 5G doesn't apply to his home internet. You weirdo.
2: <laughs> okay, well this complicates things. My joke
1: just went way over your guys' head. I
0: oh, I see. You were doing a you were doing a vaccine booster.
2: Yes, shot thank joke. you. Gotcha. Developed uh, whiskey. Three shots of Bill Gates this, in you. This has complicated things because it says developed by Fox slash NBC. So <laughs> that's not helpful. Let's just move on.
0: <laughs> yeah, this wasn't a meaningful thing to pursue. Oh, absolutely not. Original
2: network Fox. Okay, Fox nailed it. Yeah, you nailed it yeah. in one. Came, like, I've never alien heard of it. autopsy,
0: so. the mass magician, all this shit. Fox was doing crazy stuff in the nineties. So oh you God.
2: started. You started with a town full of suspects, and you had like sixteen. Why are we still many, talking about it? You had like sixteen. Detectives, I don't know. <laughs> and he won't stop. the way you were eliminated Fuck. from the show is if you lost the challenge, you had to guess who did it, and if you got it wrong, you got eliminated. So, but if you got it right, the show was over. Well, they never got it right. <laughs> Sounds like a great show. There was one season. It was very clearly, no like, shit. pretty significantly distracted by the. Th- th- everybody got the thing right immediately,
0: but there was just some <laughs> thug like slapping a blackjack into the palm of his hand, like you better say something different.
1: Exactly, you
2: better say it was the bakery lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Break your thumbs.
2: What else does Jesus the movie do wrong? Rice. I missed that whole conversation. Looking up William Dozier's middle name. Oh well, what I was talking <laughs> oh about was God. I didn't. We like were talking the teen about like how part. the pacing is complicated. And, well, and... the pacing's bad.
0: Well, it always I is like with it, anthology movies. I like it, but it's bad. Movies. What? It always is with anthology totally. movies.
1: Totally. <laughs> Even more kindling for the, the fire. Um, this...
0: Every scene with the police is very bad. I don't need him interacting with the police. Like, I, I Oh, yeah. It, it uh, yeah, you're his right. Former cop roots. That's <laughs> the frame narrative, works. Jack.
2: With Bill Canada?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ron Canada. That's the frame narrative. The police. Very. I didn't like any of those.
2: Those all could have been fully cut. The movie
0: wouldn't have changed at all. Wait, and it and complicates
2: it been... things further because if he was constructed from an amalgamation three days ago why is what i no actually no hold on i'm unpacking this live they did build his narrative from a cop didn't they yeah okay so they're just using the identity they had to build
1: they had to build something they had to give him like a believable life history yeah um i well that's the thing is like it also informs and lends credibility during vast runtime of this movie when you think that like that's actually him to like how he's going around and doing the thing that he's doing like when he's at the Pontifex Institute when he's going I, down to Mark Twain like all that stuff he needs to like not just be a guy who's interested
0: I, I like the fact that he's a former cop I think that but works you don't have narrative. to
1: include the police and you could just it mention doesn't it. Serve it I agree at with all. that completely yeah. yeah
0: and the fact that they like don't believe the mom at first like all of it doesn't work but they're turns out they're right to not believe the mom because her daughter is a c- cult High up in a cult. By the
1: mom, you mean the, the affair? The, the, yeah, the,
0: the daughter's mom
2: whose child goes missing. Mary Mar- Ireland's yeah. daughter goes yes. missing. But, okay. Wait, Merrill Island? Merrill Island? Ma- <laughs> she's not in the cult. The daughter's in the cult. Yes,
1: Marin Correct. Ireland is who he has the affair but with the police, in his constructed life.
2: Yes. But the police don't Well, maybe. Yeah, you know, we don't know if. Marin and I'm Marin not Ireland's even sure not. Marin Ireland's the mother of. Uh, Amanda. Yeah, we're not sure she exists. Well, I mean, there's we're that, that sure phone she call ex- that happens at the end of the exists. movie that is
1: highly confusing.
2: She she exists, but she's unrelated to Amanda. She's unrelated Possibly. to any of this.
1: They just constructed... She might
2: not be unrelated to Amanda. I think she's a we don't plan, know, dude. I don't think we any don't of know. it is...
1: I, this is what it gets into. This is
2: complicated. <laughs> well, uh, what we're circling around is that the end of this movie is, is actively bad, and they didn't know how to end no, it. No, it's inscrutable. I don't think it's... Okay, Mark. It's not actively
1: bad. Yeah, it's bad. just inscrutable. Like, there's no... There's nothing you can take from it definitively. This, and I like that normally. Normally.
0: Th- what they did with this normally is they went Ocean Walker with it. No, no, I disagree. They're 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 a couple of steps removed from the worst of this in that they're not lost. They didn't paint themselves into a corner and not know how to get out and say purgatory. And they also, they yeah. had an intention that you just don't like their
2: intention. And I'm not sure I do either. So far, I disagree but... with everything you've said. You think that they really? just
1: were, they made a movie in search of an ending, and then they were like, I don't know what to do here? Yeah. I don't know if I agree 100%. with
0: clear this will be 10%. This seems I, like it was they started from the ending. Of I this. agree. They cre- I, it they hit me that created way created this guy I, to be the okay. empty man.
2: Let me cl- let me qualify this a little bit. I think they knew that he was a created entity this whole time, but yeah. they didn't incorporate that idea into how they wrote the front of the script. So when you get from the the teen horror part and the cult part, and then you land in this, it seems very disjointed because they never dropped any hints into the middle of it. Which well, takes I disagree because. Me- I to on re- one of the things that I think this movie does worse, uh, uh, does bad, uh, uh, which is that it's horrible on rewatch. Normally these oh! movies, Whoa, normally I disagree so hard. Oh, <laughs> normally these movies that have like these huge like narrative changing shifts at the end, yeah. they they give you these little Easter eggs throughout. You of, don't like, think this does has that? I, of, thought no, littered. Littered. Oh God. God. I thought it would be littered. I've only no, seen it once.
0: I thought it would be littered. Mark, I'll tell you the biggest None. one, but there's there's a ton of these. One, the biggest one is when he pepper sprays uh, the jazz kid in the <laughs> eyes and then kid. handcuffs him in his jazz car. Kid. <laughs> jazz kid. the kid. talks, The kid talks like a jazz cat. I, I um, get it. but Jive <laughs> turkey. Um, pepper sprays him and then puts him into his car and then looks around like, who saw me do that? And everyone on the street is looking anywhere other than at him. He made no commotion. So wait. And nobody noticed him.
2: Is your and assessment are... of that situation that he doesn't exist at that point? Yes. Yes. That makes me hate this so much more.
1: Oh God, here we go.
2: Go. Okay. So so literally none of this movie happened. Most of it, yeah. Oh God. You're actively lowering the overall. No, no, no. You need to define
1: what happens.
2: So here's what the movie
1: tells you happens. What actually happens and what doesn't
2: in reality, you know? Well, that's a very that's the thesis statement of the fucking movie. But And you don't like that. What this movie tells you happens is that he is created and on his birthday there's like literal birthday dear customer. He goes no, out I... and that's th- happy birthday dear customer and then the memories that they create for him are what lead him on this search for Amanda. I disagree. I disagree. Okay, with you well there. let me walk you through
0: the okay. thing that actually
2: your the movie tells you happens. No, your interpretation. And well, then, I mean they do
1: show you this.
2: Her, show- yeah, and then he is alive for three days, and on the third day, he becomes and meets the Empty Man. Yes. So all of his research into where Amanda went and his interaction with the cops and uh Marin Ireland and all that actually happens somehow. I understand somehow. now that that makes a hell of a lot more sense if if it's not literally happening. none of it happened. Yeah. But but you don't I like hate that. that. Yeah. <laughs> And then, so the point here is that it evolves over the three days. You, Mark, you have to have the three-day period. Mark, I
1: think you need to just, like, let go. I think you need to, like, let go, dude. I am... So, so, okay, so the
2: actual... Jack, I need to understand yes. his philosophy. Yes, sir. Yes. When When is he brought into existence, specifically? I believe the movie tells you he's brought
0: into existence when he goes to the basement of the Pontifex Institute and clangs around to when the people are praying in a circle... And they notice him for the first time and say, "Who's there? Is there someone there?" And he says, "Shit, shit, 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 shit." That is when he is brought. Wait, wait, to wait, existence. wait.
2: When he's upstairs or downstairs? Yes. When he's on the catwalk. So that's on day on that. one. He has interactions with the cops and Marin Ireland. After that, you can no, they're created memories. And you think that this was a well written movie? That where they they knew what they were doing and littered all of this stuff with Easter eggs and things that made this better on rewatch.
0: I, hold on. I don't think <laughs> the interactions with the cops, I don't think happened. The, I rem-
2: he goes back to the, the cops after day two when he's in the cult cabin thing.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's and true. he
2: says, I can't believe you've just profoundly fucked this investigation.
0: Yeah, that's true. That, that muddies it that muddies it because I do think there is there are indications that he doesn't exist after that though because the scene with James Dean kid happens after that I would say but I agree with you it is messy he
2: has to be three days old because that's the point of the empty man urban legend so the three yeah. days that you you meet him at the beginning and he is one minute old but what is what and then the three days that happen happen
1: he might not have been like materialized though you know
2: he materially affects the world mm, maybe
0: does okay. do those police officers exist at all? Marin Ireland might not actually exist. Those police officers I might mean, not none exist. None of this might exist.
2: So, okay, so then you're writing a movie about a uh, about a wave function that only exists when you don't observe it or whatever. Sure. Yeah. That's dumb. Why are post- making a movie <laughs> uninteresting? <laughs> that makes it extremely <laughs> uninteresting. That means you don't have rules.
1: Bhutan happened. Yeah.
2: No, I'll, I'll grant you happen.
0: this. This this movie, it, it is it is at best messy. If you're being as charitable as you possibly can to this movie, it is messy and they don't follow their own rules.
2: I think it would take almost all of my brain power, which isn't much, but uh, whatever, it's some, to provide a benefit of the doubt explanation of how this movie actually makes sense. I think I'd I, I mean, here, no. I'd have to lock myself in a room for like a day to really tie up all the loose ends.
0: No, no, you you wouldn't. You just don't like how lazy it actually is. Because the actual answer is, or or the the answer you could give along those lines is simply that those are created memories I'll, when he's interacting with the police. The and that's about- go, hold on. Like, I'll take that because guys,
2: you said exactly what my point is. Yeah. It's as lazy as it is.
1: This is no. This is exactly what we get to with any of these movies, though, where you can just say like, oh, you could just like you know, write off any issues with the movie by saying like that was his intention because like none of this, none of
2: this, this is kind of the epitome of that, right? It's lazy. Yeah. And it's messy. Well, and and I mean the main thing here, which is one of the other points I'd written down or does wrong is that they decided to make a movie about deconstructionism, which has its own like interesting twists and turns. But if you choose a school of philosophy that is as impossible to explain to people or make like a shrewd, but clever (laughs) and pithy like (laughs) parallel structure for, then you're just going to make something that devolves into it was a dream sequence the whole time and he was born on the third day specifically to become a vessel for the Empty Man or whatever. I'm all for including alternate schools of philosophy and stuff because it unlocks a lot of cool doors. And we've talked about this on the PatCast that horror is truly one of the best... So, like genres of film for exploring philosophical concepts, but choose one that you have, like, a understanding of to the point where you can explain it to people that don't give a shit about philosophy. And sure. I truly no, don't think that they have that grasp on this in this movie, and or certainly didn't express it here. I
0: I mean, well, if they had it, they weren't able to express it on the film. director's if
1: cut was the two grasp, hours and forty seven
2: minutes. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Maybe the director's cut really clears up all of these all these holes.
1: But. <laughs> Somehow I doubt it. I just think it's kind of a cool thing that exists. I, yeah, you really you dig into this one and it is messy. I think that that is something we it, can all agree on. The
2: ending is what this yeah, movie does wrong because it creates so many. They didn't really have yeah. all that many loose ends going into the mm-hmm. conclusion <laughs> yeah but it's like hey you know all these
0: things you thought were cool scenes turns out they were loose ends yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> they, they go back and cut all
2: of the different threads of the I sweater really and be like that. wow that was fun
1: it didn't really hamper it for me though i was just kind of like this is a weird cool thing like i had totally like blocked myself out from viewing it that i don't know with that eye at that point like i knew because this
2: was your first viewing Sure, I think the second viewing actively made me dislike this movie So did you more? have a similar
1: experience as I did the first time where you're just like, this is fucking weird. Like, Yeah, bliss? it's fucking weird yeah. and
2: kind of enjoyable. And maybe you walk away being like, all right, maybe they didn't really grasp it that much. But then if you go back and watch this, you're like, so I just spent almost two and a half hours watching a movie where the ending 10, 15 minutes undoes all of what I've watched already and there's no real thesis or point to it.
1: That's life, buddy.
2: Yeah. Bridges. Br- yeah. Br- bridges is as close to like the most thematic, well-executed al- thing. There's always a time. bridge. Hey,
1: there's always a lighthouse. There's always
2: a lighthouse.
0: You want to know what this movie does wrong? Fucking reminding me of tulpas as they exist okay. in our current Yeah, models. I was about to ask, so thank you. Let's go. All right. LFG on the Look. tulpa. I'm gonna I'm gonna start here by saying I do want to be sensitive to people who believe that they have tulpas and that it's a defense mechanism for these people. Hey Jack, can you start by defining to, tulpa? De- yes, Thank I'm you. not trying. I just want to say I'm not trying to denigrate these people, Jake. Tulpas are they are not what for they me. Have religiously and historically been in terms of a being created through the process of thought. What the internet has done? Can we pause for one second,
2: Jack? Yes. I want to call attention to the fact that there's a prop in this movie that's like a picture of, it's like a pamphlet for the Pontifex Institute, and all it says on, on the back, back is says, Tulpa. Tulpa. That's all it says. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently that's how Amanda got into the cult, was there's just a, a note card that says Tulpa. And she's like, ooh.
0: No, I think she wrote Tulpa Maybe. on it. She said, what's this Pontifex Institute about? Tulpa's is interesting. But it is, so what what modern internet people have done and congregated on Reddit primarily, I think other message boards like 4chan, etc are profoundly lonely and troubled people who believe they have created a sentient and intelligent, effectively imaginary friend. But they don't believe it's an extension of their brain. They believe they've thought another being into existence that's there with them in their brain all the time. And interacts with them and speaks with them. And it is... I mean... A very large subcommunity of these people, as these things go, how far removed
2: and from, like our incel, are we? Pretty far removed. These people
0: seem to be generally pretty harmless, and why do you they think seem to this be... is our incel? Why do you think this internet community, territory. Reddit, and this stuff, removed from society? Well, he, I get it. Yeah, but these... he
2: said he said people who like don't believe in themselves at all and are completely removed from society have manifested a being. Mark. This seems to be on a different axis of that same spectrum,
0: but instead of being angry at society, these people are profoundly troubled and don't want to face the reality of being as lonely and depressed as they are. So they create these, or believe they create these beings. And well, that
2: doesn't sound the, like we should be angry at them. Why are why is tulpa a bad internet thing? Uh, well, one,
0: it is. F- Fundamentally problematic because a lot of these people tell people you don't need mental health treatment; you need to create a. So it's a, it's a
1: bad internet thing. The internet is bad thing.
2: The people who well, create these things that's often universal often do so in lieu of seeking treatment. I so what it sounds like is it's a coping mechanism that worked for a very small sect of people. And they now say you don't need mental health treatment because they found a thing that kinda works for them, even though they probably still need mental health treatment.
1: And they're not doctors.
2: Yes, and you
0: shouldn't go to the, um, You shouldn't go to mental health professionals because they might label you with dissociative identity disorder, and that would cause problems for you you wouldn't get to be around your tulpas anymore but mark the reason it this makes is me, a lot i didn't anticipate it, it. is it, and it is a big community it is still mm. active to this day i found out about it when um uh reply all did a podcast about it in like 2016 2017 or whatever um but it is still a huge Jesus. community why it makes me angry is because it's it's the it's the quintessence of tilting at windmills for me. When I go and try to look and learn more about this, I go onto these posts and there's posts of like, is that a problem if I'm developing romantic feelings for my tulpa? And people will respond, the scientific community doesn't yet know what tulpas are, so you can't really call it a problem as long as the relationship is consensual. And that fires me up to, I'm like, fuck off, doesn't know what, yes, we do. Absolutely we know what tulpas are. They're a fake thing. Your brain, you're depressed. I I'm not trying to be mean to the people who need a lot of help, but these people need a lot of help. There's a lot.
2: I just went Jess. to reddit.com slash R slash Tulpa, and there are three thousand readers, of which seven are active right now. So pretty small community. I don't What's know if there's
0: our incel. That's that's mm. bigger than I would expect for this how
2: weird this thing is. There's a movie I mean you with you let on that it was a much larger
1: I bet R Incel's like hundreds of thousands.
2: This community has been banned. Thank God. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh,
1: my God. Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, so thinking about tulpas makes me
2: upset and sad and angry when I try to look into it further. Well, that's... I mean, if oh, we're going to be angry about a thing, I feel like that's, like, C or D level priority versus what oh, the rest of society is right
0: now. Ab- absolutely. It's not a thing that deserves anger. It's a thing that des- people... Well, no, I des- mean... It I, deserves some hey, compassion
2: I, and some mental health awareness. I, exactly. I think
1: if, if we're going to, like, actually think about what this is, it's just another... It's another example of how, like, mental health is a very important thing to take care of and is worth discussing, and this is Absolutely. not something that seems to be helping with that. No. So, <laughs> that is where I'm going to leave that statement. Fair. Mental health is real. Get help if you need it. It's okay. Done. Yes.
0: Absolutely.
2: Should I blow the whistle?
0: Probably. Okay. <laughs> Get us out of this.
2: Cool.
1: Nosedive! dive. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: i'll, I'll amplify go. it in post mark it's fine <laughs> uh hey stop hey <laughs> i hey. don't like it. we talk about the i bring this up so much and it one of the worst offenses I've seen is in this movie. Use a better fucking flashlight. You're hiking oh? through Bhutan. Do not bring a six pound maglight. I had light this exact same
1: nitpick, Jack. <laughs> this is my powered- first note of the entire movie. Is why the <laughs> fuck are they trekking with maglites? Headlamps are the only way.
2: It's it's powered it's by six D cell
1: batteries. I, and then I was like, my one of my next notes was: Is this movie fucking sponsored by Maglite? Because you cut after the cold opening to the whatever like store that. Uh, James is working in and there's a security there's,
0: store. The security yeah. store there's
1: literally a Maglite
0: sticker right behind the counter, and then he uses a Maglite later I think on. There's some product, when product he's placement for Maglite. There's, there might be. That's a the, and it's the worst. I have product a for with the that. situation. What yeah. the fuck? What's bad advertising for Maglite? <laughs> the flashlights are ineffective. Use an LED headlamp. Oh my god. I am.
1: I have no concept of why this would have happened.
0: It shows you what's wrong with the mag light when he's routing around through the cabin, and he has to hold the giant flashlight under his arm so he can look at the files. I get hey, it just from a like headlamp. the
1: sleuthing standpoint. Because I feel like every procedural, like someone's got like a fucking mag light in their mouth, and yeah. they're like trying to read something. But yeah. the, it was egregious
2: during and- the trekking. Like you're not carrying that thing.
0: Hiked five miles through
2: the Himalayas with a. Oh God, light? more than five. It would bud. be it would be really funny for them to try and recreate that scene with a mag light, but like a nineteen nineties mag light where the guy is like, <laughs> and, and he tries to like put that in his mouth and is like biting the handle and like holding it at, an, at like a ninety degree angle. Yeah. It's like over here. Those ones where the
0: cop could forego their baton in lieu of their mag because it's a better beating implement. Mm-hmm. You only need one. Uh, it's perfect. It's un- believe I yeah that
1: was my literally my first note
0: and look I I, get it why you use them in horror movies because they make for creepier scenes because they're ineffective at lighting stuff yep (laughs) yep fuck
1: another thing why so we start after the cold open we start with him running right before he takes a smoke out. He is running in long johns. Like, why is it's he cold. running in long johns? It's dude. It is never have
2: something else. They like, left out. They left out some basic human details when they created him as a total. So,
1: oh shit. Okay. Cool. So they were like, this tulpa. is what humans totally wear: long johns. Yeah. No one runs in long johns.
0: <laughs> I used to run in long they, johns. They, they
2: showed his in Moscow, Idaho. They
1: showed his tulpa Rocky. His training
2: montage. You run in long johns, but you leave the the back door poop hatch open. Oh, so you really let your ass
0: breathe?
1: Yeah,
2: you let. I, I the don't ass think long johns <laughs> have the poop. I'm hatch. letting no, my no, ass
0: no,
1: breathe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want. I have so many nitpicks about that opening sequence for how good it was. They boil water on that wood burning stove. Yep and then put the teapot right back down onto it and it's cold. Yes. She touches it immediately afterwards. That's how they boiled the water. That's how they're heating the plate. Heat
2: works differently in Bhutan.
0: <laughs> I mean Speaking of heat in Bhutan. Things will boil you fast. You cannot go outside into a snowstorm in the Himalayas in just a cozy sweater. Oh, yeah. Like what I'm talking about when she sees During the a out blizzard there and goes out. You cannot be outside in No, you're going to get
2: sweater. you're going to
1: get frostbite in I mean 2 minutes. She's trying everywhere. to flag
2: somebody down. It's yeah. fine. Jake just stumbled on something. They're at a high enough altitude that water boils at a temperature where it is also still cool to touch. That's why you can't make egg salad It's not cool to the touch. It just boils at 80 degrees. No, it's not cool to the touch. It's, it's just cooler. Water just boils. That's why human bodies, boils. And your blood just boils when you get to the top of Mount Everest. Mark. How much do you
0: think going up to the Himalayas (laughs) could possibly reduce the boiling temperature? Pulmonary edema is just your blood boiling. It's fine. 208 degrees instead (laughs) of 212. What are you talking about? It's probably not even four degrees, frankly.
2: Yeah, I know it's a pretty, pretty low thing, but you can't, <laughs> you can't make egg salad sandwiches. I learned that from the Eliza Thornberry. Show. You can't
1: make egg salad sandwiches. <laughs> Just period. Hold on, boil. <laughs> like it's not possible in general. I'm like, I'll question that. I made them. There's a joke. I mean, it is hard to boil an egg at high
2: temperature. Oh shit, because the water boils off before it gets yeah, hot yeah, enough yeah, for the yeah,
1: eggs yeah, to cook. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: There's okay. a
2: joke in the Wild Thornberry. You can't hard boil an egg at high altitude. That where they actually. Create or like kind of recreate some of the scenes in this where he go. They build an igloo. He goes out and <laughs> and he, and he flags is... some people down. And there's like a family of was walking by, and he's like, "Hey, come in!" There's a storm. Come into my igloo, and they all make egg salad sandwiches together. And then when they meet back up with the mom and the daughter who went around with the with the comvi. How many
1: listeners are gonna know what the wild is?
2: Some are? of them. I do mean, you think so? so. Do you? Guys, we have spent so much time talking about The Big Bad Beetleborgs and Murder in Small Town X and The Missing Nights of This is <laughs>
0: we've we've talked about the Wild thornberries no fewer than 3 yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, this isn't
1: the first. I just was particularly Rock struck by it. It is the life. most
0: specific. It is the most specific. Um, this isn't this movie's fault, but it is problematic—not problematic, problematic Jesus—but it is bad now that when he picks up her notebook and he says he's there, he's here, he's there, he's every fucking where. Who's she talking about? I'll tell you, she's talking about Roy Kent. They used the Roy Kent theme song, uh, uh, phrase, and theme song. I
2: it's, don't it's kind of a theme know song. Any of this reference, you're gonna have to. I'm talking about something. Ted Lasso. I'm doing a Ted Lasso. I haven't uh, Seen it yet?
1: It's on my watch list.
2: Jesus this movie Christ. that came out before Ted Lasso is doing a Ted Lasso. Uh, no thing? way. No way. That, I said it was I started with it wasn't the movie's fault. Oh. Wait,
1: when did it when did Ted Lasso start?
0: Ted Lasso's season two just came I out. I thought a year season after three first just came season. out.
1: No. Oh. Oh,
0: heavens. I think it just got renewed for am not season that.
1: Three. I'm not that far behind then. Having seen nothing.
0: Well, Jake, one of the best characters on that show is a soccer player named Roy Kent. Okay. And the chant. That the fans do when he does well is he's here he's there he's every fucking way oh really roy kent oh yeah.
2: so he's
1: the empty man That I mean that might just be a more roy kent is the empty that might man. be a yes, more prominent theory. british thing
2: i like that maybe <laughs> then you would give it credit <laughs> for fan, all i'm saying fan is theory for... the empty i mean man maybe someone maybe
1: someone on the crew for for ted lasso saw this movie and was like
2: yeah uh, maybe <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> what's the deal with him being from san francisco
0: Oh, I think it's just a. Fu- I think that's another funny joke. because he says he this only says funny it twice, and it's within ten minutes of each other. And he says it well, and times, then he brings it back up cause he, he says
2: it like seven. He says times. it a bunch of times when he's at the Pontifex Institute, yeah. and then he brings it back up after he's abducted the the kid, the James yeah. Dean kid. Uh, I think it's that this movie's it's
1: bonkers. Just like,
0: it's a good joke about hippie
2: cults. Yeah, I think this right? movie's like, bonkers and
1: uh, it's required a lot of psychedelics to produce. So okay. let's just talk about San Francisco.
2: Yeah. There is like a specific. I like that when he finds his file at the end when he's realizing that he's a Tulpa, and in it, there's just a picture of the hate and Ashbury road signs. <laughs> yeah, dude,
0: it's funny. I <laughs> it did, is, I that really is kind of funny. think it's a joke, especially because, like, this is set in the modern era, right? This is set, like, Two decades after San Francisco is known for having any kind of like hippie cult stuff going on as a prominent thing or more way more than two decades. Like that was the 90s in San Francisco. So I think it's just a funny joke. Yeah,
2: Haight-Ashbury was a long time ago, 60s. He drinks water out of a faucet without his hands.
1: Ooh, I was about to
2: talk about That's how I do it. I was about... That's how I do it. Oh, God, Jack. are you? Wait, a tilt up? head. Underneath tilt the faucet? Head. Mm, I do tilt that head. Too. you got to put your hand under the faucet. You drink out of Fucking your hand?
0: Fucking your hands are filthy, you monster. I drink right out of I'd go, like,
2: head, too. Oh, you guys are monsters. No, I think you, you are, are. a monster. You're your a monster. hands monster. are filthy, you animal. No, I do I do you wash hands your first? hands first? Yeah, absolutely. It's also. Really I don't awesome. think so awesome. you do. I don't think you do. It's also running water.
0: Yeah, one, I'm not sure I believe you do. Two... You're delaying drinking the water. I can remove a step, more efficient. Drink yeah, you're more probably water, wasting
1: more water that way. Be Mark.
0: health, Mark. That's why I'm so healthy. <laughs> I've removed that inefficiency from my life. Frankly,
1: I don't do it because there are forever chemicals I drink in tap water. <laughs> I,
2: I really want this. Should be a this should be a question on the next census is how how do you drink water out of a faucet? I want to know this head statistics. under tap. Head, head under, under tap, tap or do you cup it do you cup your hand and drink out of it or any number of Disgusting. other weird fucking ways Disgusting. i remember i remember michael shannon's character from the Quiet storm. I, or whatever the fuck I, I'm the name not like we talked. We've had this exactly. Yeah, I am not liking before.
1: the direction this conversation is taking. Oh,
2: you know what he did? He filled his hand up and he brought it to his mouth. That's That's taking, a fucking weird way we are taking. We are also. He,
0: he did it the worst okay. possible.
2: way.
1: I'm yes. just gonna say it. We're taking for granted that we are. We live in places that we're able to drink from the faucet. I'm just gonna say it.
2: That's true. Oh, so, absolutely. That is. A I'm mentioning it. That's thing.
1: not a normal yes. thing for the world. Just saying it. But drink from under the faucet if you can.
2: I'm just it's saying. So I'm liberating. Just saying, it makes maybe maybe that's one of the Easter eggs that I missed that he was he's a created entity because that's not how normal humans. Are you saying I'm
1: a created possible. entity?
2: You might be. I'm living in a simulation.
0: I both of us. We talked about morning... my
2: current inability to reconcile. <laughs> what reality I is i fucking hope we are oh,
0: mark the 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 theory that the world is a simulation i've been like almost fully bought into for five oh years now when it first got popular. if i ever to, the 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 conclusion with I that swear. whole theory is that just that nothing is different maybe maybe be a part of more big world events so you get noticed by the powers that be observing the simulation
2: like this specific maybe. variable is getting bigger oh god i have the exact
1: opposite <laughs> take
2: I was having we were having this conversation in the car the other day, me and Jake, and we were talking about that what what it changes if we're in a simulation uh, versus if we're just in like a yeah, normal almost reality. nothing. And he was specifically motivated. If this is all a simulation, he was specifically motivated to fuck over his creator. But if there isn't a creator, <laughs> then he doesn't like it because he doesn't have anyone to fuck over.
0: <laughs> but who versus? <laughs> but who are we doing it versus? versus? Yeah,
2: that's I mean that's that's right. I need
1: someone to fuck over. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot more pressure. Well, I have a lot more pressure if there's clip. nothing at the end of this.
2: I'm glad we found our intro clip. <laughs> also, just getting back on track. <laughs> uh, I want to talk to the people in the wardrobe department who decided to give Amanda that bowl cut. Damn, looks it's like that kid bad... from
1: fucking Stranger Things. Looks like Will. Yeah,
2: yeah it does. Oh, yes, boy. Does. But, Mark, Mark,
0: Zenials are into that now. Like, it's a whole middle parts are back. It's a whole She's little...
1: Is She's like
2: 25.
1: No, she's a high school student.
2: Well, I mean, in, the, yeah. in this she is.
1: Which is a, definitely yes, she, a Zenny. She's playing a high school she's student. She's Zooming as hell, dude. Her character Here, is a Zenny. Here's the thing, man. Okay. They're in... Fair I will point. respect the fact that, z- like, the Z generation... Okay, I'm going to call them that.
2: 23 now. Well,
1: that's, I'm talking about her character, Mark. She's not a... Is 23 a millennial? No, 23 Am is... Am I 10 no. years older no, 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 than no, no, a millennial? No, 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 no. Yes, 23 yes, is not yes, a millennial. Yes, yes. No. 23 is not a millennial. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. It's definitely Gen Z. Anyway, they are able to like just mush so many different styles together right now. It's like, oh, what's in? It's like, oh, nineties, but also eighties, but also sixties. There's so many things.
0: Yeah, I look. Uh, I don't. Damn think, it, she's like I one of don't... the first Xennials. I'm telling you, it's like <laughs> twenty five an and Zenial. below the, right the now. The elder
2: Zenial. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't. I don't think anything that BTS has ever done is attractive in any way. So I do not understand youth. You're
1: talking about the K pop band BTS. Yes. Okay, I need to stay that in my not, life you, you need not to built to spill. I think everything Built to Spill does is attractive.
0: Yeah, because all they've done is wear flannel and jeans and no, sing I cool songs. Wear flannel? I've never seen Dougie wear flannel. Doug wears flannel all I the time, dude. That, dude.
1: I eat stickers all the time, bro. He wears a Portland Trailblazer <laughs> shirt or a shirt with a cat on it. <laughs> or a shirt with the state of Idaho with a upside down star.
0: Sometimes he wears that one of sideways Idaho that's like a gun shooting a pine cone. I don't cone. think I've ever
1: seen him wear the sh- shirt with the g- state of Idaho shooting a tree. It's a tree. It's not a pine cone. I have it, and I haven't worn it in years because I'm getting confused about it. I think it's a pine it's cone. It's a tree. I, ha- I have the
2: shirt. Yeah, then there's- <laughs> Go get it. Go get <laughs> Jack, it. Jack, Jack, oh, you're not there a, you're is just- only one design, okay? There's only one that exists. <laughs> no, I mean- No well, one else has thought that either if you way, told Idaho it's, on its uh, side, look, it kind of looks the, like a gun.
1: The delineation between coniferous tree or pine cone is nil. But either way, I haven't worn it in a while because I feel weird now.
0: What about a carnivorous tree? Is it weird? Wait, is it a gun thing? I, no, I, I didn't think Idaho it was. Thing.
1: I thought it was like a clever thing because it's like a tr- a gun. It's like a, the state of Idaho is shaped like a gun. There's like the
2: thing, but then it's like shooting a tree. So I was like, oh, a it's gun like- A to serve trees. It's like, yeah, yeah,
1: but now it's like their guns issues. and uh, Yeah, all but bad. then
2: it, they, but then Idaho became a guns rights state, and now it has a weird- well, well, Idaho re- just, just recently became a rights state. I, no.
1: <laughs> whatever, dude. A I don't
2: clever about artistic about it. thing ended up being co-opted by the- people who probably shouldn't have co-opted
1: it. it's the society we're living in whatever
2: yeah whatever uh hey are there any other nitpicks before i get into just uh, reading aloud the, oh list, God, the I have one. list of questions well, i do i'm really interested
0: in your list mark i have one more big
1: nitpick. i have one more the... completely inconsequential nitpick
0: start with that the go
1: jake go uh his tequila shots definitely had lemon and not
0: lime
2: yeah that was weird that was weird okay
0: i'll tell you what i don't hate a tequila shot with lime. but lime though right they would. Lime is specifically more specifically asked for lemon, which is cool. <clears throat> Why would that
2: be cool? I've never had one with lemon. Is it better?
0: <laughs> it's not better. It's it's not. I don't
2: think it's necessarily even. Do you worse. think that it was different? Hold on. Do you think that was part of his like tulpa file, where they're That's like what I'm thinking, where they're it like was a character He specifically choice. likes lemon over lime. Neat character choice. <laughs>
0: I'm also. This is less weird, part of but my Dungeons lovely and wife likes a, a G&T with lemon rather than lime. That's just a British thing, not really a weird thing. I mean, but they're they're, they're, they're uh,
1: very close. Let's be honest. There's just yeah. things that you're used to seeing, which is both of those drinks that were just mentioned with lime.
0: Tequila with lemon isn't bad. I'd encourage you to try it.
2: I mean, I'm sure it's not bad. A, I'll be arm. back in Boise and yeah, twist my arm. I'll be back delicious. in a month yeah. and we'll try some together. I'm, Tequila, I'm, I'm Tequila lemonade? That sounds. Terrible. I'm
1: shaking in my boots. Go, Mark.
0: <laughs> Wait, no, I oh, have yeah, like three others. The I said one more. The medical professional at the end of the movie. I don't know if she's a nurse or a doctor or an orderly or whatever. She's like a huck, basically. She a huck, definitely a huck. Total healthcare huck. unit I don't know what coordinator. That
1: is. Total
2: huck. She okay. Uh, they're the they're the people. I, that's not an ac- I don't no, think uh, Jack. I didn't know what the fuck he was know. saying either. They're they're the people. She's who you my talk Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> they're the people you talk to when you walk into a unit. They're the people who know okay. like where all of the th- I don't think they're typically nurses. Sometimes they're nurses. I think Mark, they're usually like I've usually Chinese. gone to hospitals in Idaho, so the people I talk to are already
0: trying to get money out of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you came to the ER for a minor broken bone. Cool. You drove yourself. You have insurance. Why don't you give us sixteen grand? Um anyway. She went from the first thing she says is I cannot divulge patient information to you and he says, okay, but you can at least tell me how long he's been here and that unlocks the floodgates in her to
2: tell him literally everything about this patient. A, she's clearly a cult member and B, I do love that exchange of like, hey, I'm looking for a teenage girl. That old man in there, how long has he been here? Is that her? (laughs) It's, (laughs) It's another like subtle comedy thing. It's very good. Fair. Yeah.
0: That's my last nitpick.
2: Okay. Let's go down. I, guys, I'm going to read you some questions. I need to tell you. Wait, do you expect answers to these questions? Because, come <laughs> I, on. I will give you answers to several I of wa- them. The entire
0: universe is not in an erogenous scale. zone. There
2: are non-erogenous parts I of the think, universe. What, is the, I think what the, are those? I think the questionnaire he is supposed to answer is a scale from 1 to 10. No, no.
0: It's, I think it's yes or no. Yes or no. no. Okay, boxes. well,
2: that makes it way easier. So we'll do yes or no's all the way down for these. Number two, cannabis. Yes, my brain both itches frequently. Do
0: so you want to answer from both of this to all frequently. of these?
2: Yeah, but I don't yeah. want you to elaborate.
0: Okay. Get. My, I want to elaborate on my brain itching because it does frequently.
2: Okay. Life itself is a kind of disease. Yes. Yes. Okay. And infestation is a blessed event. No. False. <laughs> the brain Jack's can changing itch. itch. What? Yes. Hard the yes. The brain can itch. Yes. Uh, suicide is a form of thought control. Yes. I think you said suicide, but I will say no. First disagreement. Okay, interesting. Jack, you had a take on this earlier.
0: Yeah, I think you actually. I did just, react I to didn't this have little... a take on you, it. I just reacting to
2: nonsense it sentence that means absolutely I don't well, not. all of these are suicide nonsense. Yeah, I mean that control. one to me though.
1: Like whatever. We're not.
2: You said just yes or no. Suicide is a form of thought. Nope. Sorry, I just read that one. The entire universe. <laughs> you said suicide, but yes, the entire universe is an erogenous zone. No, no, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're marks hard all the time. <laughs> dark thoughts please me yes yes (laughs) duh the scientific method is a tool of oppression no no if science says the sky is blue it is more likely red
1: no no
2: (laughs) there is no such thing as objectivity interesting question no yes hmm okay rational thought is deadly (laughs) no no (laughs) no Emotion is truer than thought.
0: No. No. Nope.
2: <laughs> that's a that's Jaden Smith wrote that one. I think so.
1: <laughs> I think so. Uh
2: not all shadows are cast from something. No.
1: <laughs> Say that again. Breathe not that again.
2: all shadows are cast from something.
1: No. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Yeah, the answer is I there were there were too many negatives in that one. For me.
2: An individual mind is a single cell in a larger consciousness. No. no. Uh, the only crime is offending prevailing social constructs.
0: No. The only Ooh. crime. Kind of, no. yes. I, kind I mean, of yeah, yes. kind of. That's, that's uh, how social constructs Prevailing are social constructs define crime, yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, change. changed, yes. The next one is legitimately yeah, just from Assassin's Creed. Everything is permissible. That question is mark for, that
1: is that is from assassin's creed someone was a fan and i say no uh
0: <laughs> i didn't
2: know it was from assassin's creed I well only i mean the i say War if we're saying sucked.
1: given the answer to the last one then i think yes
2: it is only no. a small step from chaos to freedom yes yes I mean, yeah. uh until a civilization has fallen it has not yet served its purpose yes no I would kind of go yes oh. on that one, actually. I think by, like sort of denotatively, like you continue to evolve until you yeah. die. So once you die, you until know you you've col- served your purpose. You, can't, you could evolve healthily. I'm not saying we are, we, but yeah, a we civilization haven't. could hypothetically evolve healthily. We haven't explained the questionnaire well, also, even a little also
1: bit. Also, everything dies. No, I know. Jack, 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 just, Jack. Jack, Jack, Jack. The other things I have to say, though, is also everything dies, also chaos reigns.
2: Everything dies, baby, that's a fact. But maybe everything that dies someday comes back. This is the mm. list of questions <laughs> uh, that he is presented with at his introduction to the Pontifex Institute. Wait, you have more? No, 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 no. I'm oh, just saying, we, is, haven't we, provided, we, haven't described. we haven't provided any context for the questions that yeah. I just read, so Even I wanted to get Even when I brought it up the first there. time, I didn't talk about what oh was. Oh my god, I can't believe you spent that much time. Thank well, you. now we've done it. And Second viewing. I think, you know what, I think we've learned a lot about ourselves excuse me what the hell is this both of you guys answered no to the question of basically like is this a simulation so i do like that you guys think that this is a real thing not a simulation that's great i, well, I think god the difference i hope is so irrelevant
0: the difference is negligible i have to find meeting let's go to ratings.
1: everyone has to find meetings i think
0: ratings?
2: people do let's go to ratings <laughs> ratings please
0: give me some meeting in my life let's go to ratings.
2: <laughs> facebook is now meta <laughs> it's been a weird week dude
0: what a weird week We over Daisy Horror use a one through ten rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think about Mike Leach would rate Candy Corn.
3: I mean I completely hate candy corn. Uh...
0: and for ten, think about Mike Leach would rate spree. And then uh the other thing I like is uh is when they used to have the the uh sprees in a box outstanding you have to go to the dollar store to find it but I do story is the first guy to go to rate these movies I'm gonna go first just because random and I'm gonna give this thing a five random story random I think it's a very interesting story that has no follow-through like they didn't they they came up with a cool concept they wrote some cool stuff they failed to finish it and make it good but they wrote interesting stuff. It's a five. It's really splitting the difference for me. It's like max level interesting, min level execution, five. Jake,
1: go. Yeah, I went four and a half, so we're not very far off at all here. It was just how completely bonkers it was. Takes da- like <laughs> The ability for you to describe what actually transpires in this movie is hindered by the fact that it's impossible to understand what transpires in this movie. I <laughs> did a great job, but he also definitely avoided some landmines, which is good. But you have to do that. The fact they are landmines doesn't bode well for the story. Four and a half.
2: Totally, Mark. I gave it a five. I mean, we're all kind of in the same boat here. It's too complex for its own good, and they didn't know to they didn't know how to land the plane. I like the I'd like the overall like approach that they have to like unpacking a philosophical school of thought and trying to make a horror movie out of it. That usually works out pretty well. But I don't know. Figure out a better way to finish it. Huh. (laughs) <laughs> that's going to take us into world building and immersion.
0: And this is a hard one. I gave it a six for world building and immersion because on the one hand, it's hard to stay immersed in this thing when it's really exciting and then really boring. But on the other hand, I was never not interested in what was happening in this movie. So it's definitely above average for me. It can't be higher than that for me just because there's chunks where you're like, something needs to happen. But I'm, I was invested in it from start to finish. I don't think they and there's no cohesive world that they built, Jake. Okay, you what gave a what a six and a half, six six. 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 I don't give halves. Uh, okay, pleb, because we have a ten point score, not a twenty point score scale. That was. Do you think this is, is changed
1: since your first viewing?
2: I might have given it higher on my. First I gave
1: season. it a seven and a half. I don't have that. That's why I was asking. I don't have a lot different. One
2: hundred percent would have given this a higher score on my first. Yeah,
1: season. I don't have a lot different to say than what Jack said. I it, it's slow. Like there are a lot. There's a lot of this movie that is pretty goddamn slow, but it does enough. It, it okay. It starts in a way that's going to pull you in. That's a big bonus. And then I don't think that it does enough to, like, destroy your level of intrigue for a lot of the movie, despite some, uh, I think, what we consider attempts to do yeah. that. And it, it it holds me in because it is so weird as it continues building momentum, yeah. which is a weird thing to say with a slow burn movie.
0: I think you hit it on the head, Jake. On your first viewing. Okay. You don't know that what's coming is just nonsense. So you're like, what is going to come? What's at the end yeah, of this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but after that, okay.
2: Mark, what's your score? Jack and I continue to be in lockstep. lockstep. I also gave this a six. It's I'm going to give it
1: the highest score because I'm the first time viewer.
2: Yes. Yeah, I no, gave it I the think, lowest
0: score, right.
1: notably for story.
0: Yeah, but you don't. But when on a, from an immersion standpoint, like you
2: don't know what's going to happen sure. at the end. Okay, that, I mean, I it makes you really yeah. interested. I in, felt like that's
1: what yeah. was happening, and indeed it was. Yeah, it's
2: like where okay. are we going? Yeah, but then like we Jack and I both know like uh, it's but nowhere. But you to have hurt. to try. Yeah,
1: nowhere. I, I'm not shitting on your score, but you got to try to be that first time viewing. Oh, self. totally.
0: Yeah, you got to earnestly watch it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you want to, which is yeah. But at higher. this yeah. point,
2: at this look, if you're listening to the ratings, then it's our duty to warn you
0: that it will
1: degrade with multiple viewings potentially. Yes. Well, okay, fine.
2: I I don't think the movie
0: overall does. The ending certainly does. Okay.
2: Um <laughs> but if one then the other. Scare. <laughs> That's going to take us into thing. scare factor. I'm giving it a 6 for scare factor.
0: There are some scenes in this that are legitimately terrifying. That opening sequence is one of the scariest I've ever seen, I think. It's genuinely horrifying. The sequence with the cult very very good. I like the sequence in the spa. The thing I killing too. Her in the mist is very cool. I think the monster looks good. It's a scary movie. It's a six. But there's too much nothing happening for it to be consistent. It's
2: a weird amount of nudity for a girl that's supposed to be like a senior in high school. Agreed. Agreed. That that, that part's weird about it. Yeah, I was like, it's completely unnecessary
1: unnecessary because they go out of their way to make it steamy. What do you mean there's
2: no actual nudity? You see her boobs and her butt. Oh, yeah, you you do.
1: Okay. High school, so... uh, but the Look, boobs everybody's are completely. Got a butt. She definitely has boobs. It's completely unnecessary because they go out of the way to show you how sm- steamy the room is. And then it's like, but, except for this part where you can see her face
2: and except boobs. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's continue. I what? would like to remind everybody this is a 20th Century Fox vehicle. So this that is makes Disney, it Mark. Sense. No, this is Disney. Oh, yeah. It's Disney. No, yeah. It's Disney. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The mouse approved it. <laughs> what, <laughs> what did you give it, Jake?
1: I haven't even gone yet. Uh okay, same reasons. Same reasons, except for the the part where he liked the shower scene. Uh same score.
2: So six. Okay. Well um we got, I, we got caught up in the bit. I yeah, we did. I went a little bit higher, six and a half. Like I said, in what the movie does right. I think this movie is surprisingly good for its horror elements. Yeah. For being like a detective who done it psychological thriller, it's it also has a lot of these like buried horror scenes that we would expect from more, that, like, straight-up true horror movies. So, I mean, overall... But being a
1: detective whodunit psychological thing doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't have good horror... Those aren't it's, mutually it's, exclusive. Like, Seven is fucking terrifying, and that's a lot of what that movie is.
2: Yeah, it's but even then, I would like say Seven... Uh, side, I mean, there are points in Seven that have it. Seven's scarier than but this. But there are also a bunch of other oh, movies God. of that specific ilk where you're not getting it from there. I seven's hope a I very guess, good example of what this movie is trying to emulate. Sure,
0: but it's hard for me because ninety percent of the scariness of this movie is in the opening sequence and in the cult. Uh, That's like actually stepping, matching him step for step scene, and the rest of it isn't scary to me. There's a little bit of like ten. There's ten percent of stuff scattered here and there with jump scares and the monster and the the shower the spa scene. There's a few but good they're...
2: sequences. Not okay. Basically, anytime you can actually see the empty man, it's bad. But. There are a few good scenes where people are like getting stalked and they see the empty man like behind a crowd of people or like when he has he's trying he hears the thing down his hallway and he has his baseball bat like there are some pretty good tense scenes that don't end up as jump scares but are pretty creepy. I guess I'm feeling like I have to justify why I went lower and the reason
0: is just calculating the amount of scares versus the runtime of this movie is why. I think that's fair. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it's too long.
1: I'm kind of surprised it took us this long. Like, this is actually a lot like a Fincher thing. This movie's pretty Finchery.
2: Oh, this movie is very Fincher-y. Finchery. Huh. fincher does not well, I mean, he did do Fight Club. I was going to say he's and not particularly seven. philosophical, but yeah, I mean, okay. And
0: Mulholland Drive.
2: No, Mulholland Drive is not Fincher. No. Are you sure? That's Stephen Lynch. Uh, okay. Oh, yes, Lynch. Yeah, David Lynch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whichever Another Lynch. David. Stephen Root. <laughs> <laughs> <Steven> Root. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Root directed Mulholland Drive. Obviously. And this we is got David there. Pryor. What? Oh, my God.
1: The Davids and Stevens are out today, boys. What's up? We're
2: What's going next? to effects or
0: judicious lack thereof. David Lynch. Stephen Don't continue Lynch, the bit.
1: Don't continue Stephen Pryor. Okay, no, I'm, I'm spo- David I'm Pryor. To
0: go. Oh, God. We got that. Uh, I'm giving this a seven for effects or judicious lack thereof. I think it's the they. they it's almost entirely dependent on the fucking... Geiger esque skeleton monster that looks unbelievably good. Say your rating again because um, I was paying attention. Yeah, he gave I it also... a seven. Oh, seven. Seven. Um, nothing I think looks bad. Mark, I disagree with you that the empty man looks bad. <laughs> it never looks. It looks. You just less fucking good like that shit that's coming close. out this
1: month. The, the, the god face and the smoke golems.
2: What? I. Don't necessarily. I don't think I give that a high Jake. effects score. Context is everything. But at least it's everything. well. It's well lit. Bad CG. This is bad CG that they have a strobe light on for absolutely no reason because they think they're hiding it.
1: I don't think that. Look. Okay, I don't, whatever. I'm not even. It's not much I sure. think
0: that the 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 props look fucking amazing. A lot of the effects look good. None of it looks terrible. At worst, it looks fine. Sometimes, Jake.
1: You gave it a what?
0: Seven. <laughs> At worst, it looks
1: fine
2: sometimes seven.
1: I, I gave it an eight. <laughs> I I think the thing that Jack didn't mention, not that you don't think this, but where this really excelled to me is I think the sets are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, also, the yes. sets in this film are legit like 10 out of 10 it looks amazing you can see the dog
0: worm scene looked good too the dead yeah you yeah
1: you can see like that this movie is a production and it caught me initially with the opening and i think it continued throughout most of it i was mentioning that i think the pontifex institute the like underbelly of that place was phenomenal that's like a 10 out of 10 i think they did a really good job down in the mark twain forest as well Yeah, the CG didn't look great, so you do have to penalize it a little bit. I also don't have a ton to say from a sound aspect, either positive or negative. So to me, that's going to net out in, like, the probably sevens area, which is why I'm tilting it up a little bit as an overall. Overall, like, pretty damn good effects movie, in my opinion.
2: Mark? I have nothing else to add. I gave it a seven and a half, so I'm exactly between you guys. Circle the wagons. And I'm going to tell you right now, the prop of the year award is going to go to this movie.
1: Yeah, has to. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's well, this movie and, came and out in 2020. Yeah, but we always do both, yeah. the movie that we reviewed and the movie that okay. came out in 2021. Okay. Nice. When did it
0: become but, available? But though? it's hard, because it, for me, it's this or Caveat. I'm telling you what I'm thinking about right October now. October We haven't reviewed
2: year. Caveat for the podcast, Jack. Oh, for what So we're you reviewed. get gotcha. two for each category. Mark, you guys, this is like the fifth view. or sixth Mark, omnibus. You're we're getting doing. a
0: little preview of how the omnibus is going to go. <laughs> well, he just he just articulated <laughs> all of our ratings for all of our awards for
2: both things. <laughs> Luckily, no one well, I, no I, no one makes no long. one makes it this deep yeah. into the podcast, guys. The Yo listener, my Jennifer. Remember. I definitely won't remember. <laughs> hi Ty. Hi John. <laughs> um, the usual God. trio. Uh, Jackets overall.
0: Overall, I said it before you did. A lot, sir. I said it before. Overall, I'm giving this a seven. I. In my heart, want to give this higher. I think this movie rules. It's very strange. I'm still not convinced it's good, but I love it. I'm giving this movie a 7,
1: I gave it a 7, too, and I think that that's a perfect way to describe it. I left with a lot of, um, upward inflections. It's a very weird thing, and I am super duper happy that this this exists. I, I think that's, I have a strange kind of, like, Dual path that I'm going down, where I'm super happy it exists, and at the same time, it's like this is also why movies like this don't exist. So there's a clash <laughs> mentally of that, but my rating tells me, in my heart of hearts, I want more of this. So that's yeah, it's a seven really whatever. Sure. I think this is an astonishing thing.
2: How about you? Mark? Accurate. This is an astonishing thing. I gave it a five and a half. It's it, for me. It's it's straight down. It's it's exactly average in how. Bad ended up being, but how it was, how, what's the word I'm looking for? How ambitious it was, I guess, in its initial view, viewing, or its initial, like, riding period. I have this picture of David Pryor in my head of him just holding a fire hose, but he's, like, three feet back from the nozzle, and it's just going fucking crazy, and he can't control it. And he's like, well, whatever. The fire will eventually go out. Uh... (laughs) And that's how the ending of this movie like truly hits me. It's he seems like he kind of had a grasp on it until he had to like tie everything together, and then it just blew the fuck up in his are face. Are you
1: so? Are you penalizing this the fuck out of for like the last five minutes?
2: I think, yes, ultimately, yes. I think more than either of you two, I penalize movies that go heavy into the philosophical viewpoint and then don't stick the landing. You have to have a thesis statement to your movie, and this one doesn't. So don't try
1: to be a philosopher if you're not a philosopher.
2: Bridges. (laughs) Yeah, Mark, zero people are getting that one. He's (laughs) a bridge. Zero people are getting that. Well, I mean, it's the thing we talked about earlier, just with a mix of an inside joke that we've also referenced like four or five times on no this podcast. It. But aside from that, we have never explained I, that inside I joke. I don't good. I don't like that you go that hard into a specific like thought experiment, but then you just don't know how to stick the landing. If you stick the landing, this movie becomes so this bec- movie becomes amazing. It becomes a yeah. 9 or a 10. Oh, my God. I, sticking the landing on something, the degree of difficulty
1: here is preposterous, guys. Like, yes. If you yeah. stick this, it is a 9 or a 10, yeah.
2: So you know what normal yeah. And Olympic, I don't hate that it doesn't. Do you know what normal Olympic athletes do when they know they can't stick the landing? They reduce the degree of difficulty so that they can stick the landing because that's how you land on it's the podium. A, this is a
1: very weird year to be talking about this.
2: A, an Olympics Why? year? Why?
1: Because like one of the most notable Olympians of the last decade had... The inability to stick the landing, so she withdrew for very good reasons.
2: Because she couldn't stick the landing. She didn't. She, she didn't
1: lower her degree of difficulty. She fucking didn't do it.
2: Yeah, because there were other I, people not, on the. Team I think that your could argument is landing. more
1: along the lines of don't do it.
2: No, yes. no, no, no. I think
0: Mark's more talking about the diving where people you you got people who can't also, do the complex dives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Pick what you want. I, I'm picking, I don't think I'm Mark picking was the trying one that to say people watch. Cap- Mark wasn't saying he should have not made the movie because he couldn't stick the landing. Just
1: saying.
2: What I'm saying Mark is, is saying if you should have if- reduced the difficulty of the trip. It's, that- it's, 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 oh ki- it's kind of both. Oh, my God. If you're going to do a thing, stick the landing. If you don't know how to land the plane, fucking don't take off in the first place. Yes, exactly. That- Which I
0: disagree, because sometimes you fucking don't need to. You can gravity launch yourself around the moon and go off wherever the
2: fuck you want. Let's and in gymnastics that. that will literally kill you <laughs> wait wait no we still have to do who for whom the hell is this and it's for people who read a lot of Jacques Derrida in in high school it yeah
0: it, but it's also <laughs> for I think I would recommend this to most deep horror fans yeah. I know like I it is really interesting from a horror if you
2: perspective. watch more
0: than f- 10 horror movies a year David Fincher fans question mark for sure also people who are like cinemaphiles who want to know about like the, the production on this is fascinating yeah. and to see what resulted from that. Yeah. If you want to use this, this as a case recommend. study
1: of like weird releases, it's also a really good. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. James Badge to a Dale, Dale lot of enthusiasts,
1: James Badge Dale enthusiasts.
0: And there's gotta be a few of those after Iron Man. two. After
2: the
1: Pacific
2: three. Iron Man three, dude. Jack three.
1: All you needed was the Thank Pacific. You, Get out of here. That's all you needed.
2: Wait, who was he in the Pacific? I only watched that. Uh,
1: oh, so I forget good. his name. He was one of the main characters. Hmm.
0: I yeah I, I just can't. That show is every every memory cell that could have been occupied by that show is, continues to be occupied by. Batman. Oh yeah, it's so much worse than significantly Brothers. worse. Literally, yeah. the only
2: piece yeah. in my memory banks is that Remy Malik's in it,
1: and James <laughs> is that Those... true? I don't remember. Yeah, Remy Yeah, Malek he. There's it. a particularly disturbing scene where he's throwing rocks into the caved out That's cavity. Remy Malik? Yes, I remember that's, that's his that character. Scene. I didn't remember that was Remy. Malek. But you remember wow. that scene?
2: Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I remember that it's scene. It's fucked up. I think yeah. there's another one where he's stealing the fillings out of people's. Yes. Yeah.
1: He's a very fucked up character in yeah, that series. Believe
2: it or not, Rami Malik plays a very good disturbed World War II soldier. Shock. I believe. <laughs> yeah, so him, him, him and guy. James Badge Dill
1: were like the two most, like, identif- not identifiable Jesus, biggest characters in that series to me. I
2: identify with Rami Malik, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> if I was
1: in that situation, you'd get fucked up too.
2: That's. Rami Malik probably has a tulpa. Not Rami Malek Rami Malik's character in the Pacific probably has a tulpa. Jesus let's get the fuck <laughs> out of here
1: <laughs> this has been episode 235 of the a to z Horrorcast. that feels like a particularly high number this week as i say it kind of strange if you're still here hanging out with us and you like what we got going on go and check the links in the description below we got our website there we got linked to our patreon as jack mentioned at the top of the episode It's a pretty good time, as always, to consider becoming a Patreon member. You get some extra perks like choosing a movie like this for us to review. And hey, it's all going to a good place. We've been going to feeding America, putting proceeds, I should say, to going to feeding America for the last, it feels like two years now. Going to continue doing that for the foreseeable future. As always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. Their links down there in the description below as well. And next week we are moving on to, I think, the last of like our truly autumnal selections. I might be wrong, but we're going to go with the, like a real harvesty feeling movie. We're going to the Jack selection. It's Children of the Corn. It's oh, happening next yeah. week.
0: It's going to come out. In November. The OG. That feels right.
1: So until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody.
0: Yeah, Idaho Sex Ed is big on erogenous zones.